Tommy boy. Can't believe you've never been cow tipping before. Yeah, well, yes. Tommy boy. I have been, b- by the way. <laughs> you have? That's horrible. Oh, There's cows all over the place. Well, in, in my defense, I was not successful, so they don't do, feel yeah, too bad. It's, it's, a, it's a southern thing. They did in Florida, too. It's did very tough. Did, did you go tip cows back no. in the day? No, I didn't do it. No? No, I just covered myself in mud and then went to the, the gas station and had someone spray me down with a hose and danced around to the <laughs> maniac zone. In my defense... Maniac, <laughs> In my defense, I was I was like head over heels for this girl who was very southern, very very southern, and she wanted to go do that, and that's the only reason I said, "Okay, let's go do it." So <laughs> here's the thing: is you missed it. It was a euphemism. She was like, what "You want to go tip cows?" You and you were like, "Yeah." You were head over heels for this cow, so you're trying to sweep it off its feet. <laughs> what? No, 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 no. She meant. Go on. Well, to be fair, she really moved me. What? Uh, so, how old were you when this happened? Uh, I think I was a senior in high school, somewhere around in there. So this was daytime, nighttime, nighttime when they were sleeping, right? Uh, yes. Okay, and you were out on a date, or it was kind of like everyone's hanging out, and you're like, "I'm gonna impress this girl." It was just me and her. How? how- so you were literally like, "Let's go cow tipping." No, she was like, "Let's go cow tipping." Oh, really? Was, like I said, yeah. That was useless. never. That was never anything that I ever cared to do. Who went first? Uh, I did because I had a reputation back then of being this crazy, stupid guy who would do anything for a joke. And I felt that that was my end with this girl. <laughs> so I went in first and uh, never done it before, never got any tips on it on how to cow tip. And it's very difficult. So and I was not successful. You hadn't seen Tommy Boy yet. I don't remember he, if I'd seen it yet or he not. He totally tells him how to do it, how to like get down, lower your center of gravity. Hut one, hut two. <laughs> But even if he ha- even if I had, I would have forgotten it just because I was trying to impress somebody there. That's uh, amazing. Yeah. And so I when you said successful. you were not successful, you just tried to push it and missed, or did you slip completely and fall underneath him? I tried to push it, but it, it woke up <laughs> and just mooed at me really loud, and and I, I fell if I remember right. I kind of slipped off the cow and I fell, and the cow just mooed at me. Like it wasn't even mad at me; it was way more. Like, I, it was very annoyed with me that I would even attempt to do that. You woke it up. It's like, excuse yeah. me. Oh, it was yeah. totally like in a dream, like one of those great dreams, and it got woken up. And it's it was, like, it was grazing in, an, in a nice open pasture, oh my and you God. ruined yeah. it. That's so, amazing. So what's the dumbest thing that any – have you guys ever done something real stupid for a girl to try to impress a girl? I, I have a feeling Anthony does nothing but stupid things for girls. What is it, dude? I have to really think through this one. Oh no, go start. Shuffle Tell the story. Me. Go. There's just so many just stupid. Talking. Just go. I know I have just. If I can admit mine, you can admit yours. <laughs> Something funny or com like no. What's the dumbest stupid? thing? What's the dumbest thing you've ever done for a girl to impress a girl? Honestly, I just be myself, man, on a daily basis. <laughs> Like I remember when I was younger, it was just that's being stupid. That's pretty being stupid. Like I was just myself. Whatever. So oh! it was stupid. I remember me and this girl. Like I, there was this girl that I liked, and we were driving somewhere, and we had to take two separate cars, and I was behind her, so we were driving for a little bit, and then just to be stupid, I went in the other lane, the opposite lane, and zzz, like oh. racing style, and drove like like an idiot for a while, and then pulled out in front of her, and you pulled over back in front of her. But like you look back on that, and you're an idiot. It's yeah. like you could have just gotten in and. 
accident cop could have seen any of that stuff yeah. none of it happened <laughs> one time uh when i was a se- when i was a senior in high school still this is the same year this is a different girl uh, uh I-, I was uh, they-, they had a thing there where you could take like a college course when you're in high school at the community college yeah and me and my best friend at the time uh I'm still very close to him now, but it's not Trevor. His name's Chris as well. Uh, we we decided we were going to take an art class there. Like, it was drawing, something like that. And me and him were by far the youngest ones there, of course. Everybody else there were college age or older because it was a community college. And there was this girl there that I really liked, and she was probably in her early 20s. And, uh, and I thought then my little stupid teenage mind assumed that I could really impress her if I would just act like an idiot the whole time. So uh, so uh, Chris and I each had really – our first cars is what we had, and they were really beat up. Like I had a Ford Tempo, and he had a, uh, a Ford something. I don't remember, but they weren't new. They were like from the 80s or whatever. <laughs> and Chris hated it because I would just beat his car up all the time. <laughs> and when we were all in the parking lot just talking, I was like, I'm going to go run and jump on his car. <laughs> so – so I just ran, and I didn't just, like, jump on it on my feet. I did, like, a belly buster like you would into a pool onto the hood of his car. And he had a dent in it forever. <laughs> and she didn't care at all. <laughs> and he's driving it. You hear thunk, thunk, yeah. thunk, thunk. And every time they hear that, he looks over at Johnny, and he's like, you did this. Yeah, that's the only time he ever really got mad at me, I think. Oh, my God. That's funny. So, I remember in the sixth grade. There was a girl that uh, told me she liked Bart Simpson, and so I drew a picture of Bart Simpson grabbing his crotch saying, eat my shorts, <laughs> <laughs> thinking that would be funny, and it was like it was not at all. I, um, 16th birthday party for a friend of mine, uh, I sang Miley Cyrus, because it was a karaoke birthday party, I sang Miley Cyrus for one of my friends trying to impress my other friend that I would sing any song for them. At the time, they'd videotape me singing Miley Cyrus. It was a girl? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that kind of that kind of reminds me. Did you guys... I don't, Anthony probably didn't because he was probably not old enough. <laughs> but, but did you guys ever like make a girl a mixed CD or a mixtape? Because I did. <laughs> mm, mixed CD? I feel like I wrote maybe. Songs for girls. I can't remember if I ever did. Like, I remember doing it for friends and stuff and putting together like themes or like if there was a couple artists i'd heard that they hadn't i'd mix up a few of their songs and stuff like that i don't think i ever did it for a girl Hmm. yeah the only thing musically that i did for for someone was when i uh killed one of the beatles (laughs) (laughs) they they didn't care though speaking of killing the beatles welcome to hardly awesome podcast that's how you bring it in we're back for another week. This is Brandon Fuller, Beetle Killer, uh, Anthony Mullen, and Chris Chavez, and we're joined once again with by Johnny Townsend. I always oh, wondered who done it for real. What? Oh, do you, what? Gosh. The things you do to impress a girl? Uh, assassinate um, people. Apparently, I, try, I tried to do a burnout in the Camaro back when I had it, and almost hit my friend. Come out of the legs. The girl's like, "Oh, I need a ride home." I'm like, "I give you a ride home." Half the cars. Did you know me with the Camaro? No. No. We, I had a t- 85 Camaro hood, uh, T-tops. It was cool. It was Camaro Halloween. Anthony. <laughs> Good God. Can you imagine was Camaro his, Anthony? I, I felt was like, his original gimmick. I Jesus. felt like um, the, the fucking douche from I like uh, Community. Had, I feel like he had a, he had like, uh, he had, he had a, a mullet like Danny McBride. 
I could see Camaro, him. Camaro Anthony sounds like you know when the Ninja Turtles would have like like yes. they had the first release of the Turtles and they'd be like a regular Leonardo, but then they'd re-release them and be like Detective Leonardo in a trench coat. Yep. This this is like the second wave of Anthony figures yes, to be it was Camaro, Camaro Anthony. Anthony. <laughs> it was like a re, it was like a rebirthing. Get ready, but, get ready, Johnny. I'm gonna so, commission that that trading card next. Camaro <laughs> Anthony. <laughs> I give permission to that. I think of and, uh, I think of Billy Madison when he thinks he's really cool when oh, he goes back to high school. Yeah. The jean jacket and the Ario Speedwagon <laughs> t-shirt. Yeah, he's got to be smoking too. Yeah, she was like, <laughs> like gonna have oh, a whole uh, pack of cigs. A vape. I want. Are I, you uh, wearing? Are you wearing Oakleys while you're driving this Camaro? I used to. Yeah, you know, I knew it. I had a pair of Oakleys and I, I used to wear my um with the wrap around, like the neon no, green wrap around. No, no, no. There are frog skins. <laughs> I had Oakley frog skins and uh, I used to wear my. Uh, Blue Polite or Ralph Lauren polo shirt. Yeah, I can see that. The one I still wear that's not that's too big for me now or too small for me now. Did yeah. you also did you also jut your bottom jaw when you spoke to people? Hey, <laughs> no. Hey. hey there, lovey. We're gonna drive in the Camaro. <laughs> then uh, she was. It was a Halloween party. And she's like, "Can I? Can you give me a ride home?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure, no problem." I'm like, "Cool. Maybe she'll like me because I'm giving her a ride home." I'm like, so we get out and she goes. Can you do a burnout in this car? I go, yeah, I can. <laughs> so I look at my friends. I'm like, yo, get out of the way. And my one friend, Sean, jumps in the front. He's like, he's like, you won't do it. So I just like put it in reverse. I just kind of let it back up. And I pop in and drive. And she's like, what are you doing? There's not enough road. He's like, where we're going, we don't need, <laughs> we don't need roads. roads. So it says whining. And as I go forward, I leave a giant fucking burnout marks in, his, in front of the street. And dumbass almost jumped out he almost didn't jump out of the way and almost got hit <laughs> I, like, I like how he's the dumbass when you're the one doing it <laughs> i know he right? was the one that knew i was i was like everyone watch out i'm doing a burnout also I drink anybody a who's lot. doing anybody who's doing dr- a burnout i, know, I is, did not drink and drive <laughs> what whenever if i see somebody doing a burnout i never once think that they're an intelligent human being <laughs> your first <laughs> reaction is like oh good job big guy all right you're awesome aren't you <laughs> And my first thought this is, is those tires are school. expensive. The tires are not cheap. <laughs> Your frugal self kicks in and you're like, kids, yeah. it, I, listen, you can make all the noise you want, but those tires cost money. <laughs> frugal okay. Anthony hasn't hasn't shown up yet. That's series <laughs> three. Okay. Series the series four. I'm into series three right now. <laughs> what's this what's this series now? You check guys tell to check me. Anthony. Check to check out. That's not funny. We're... That's not. We had that talk earlier. That's not funny. <laughs> Are we getting too real? That was real. That was like real world. The Miz. Like, oh my god, that's amazing. Oh, oh geez. I'm, I'm, pr- I'm proud of you for dropping a Miz reference, though. That's amazing. I only know it because of the, but because of Chris. He knows him from the real world. That's awesome. Yeah. He's that's a wrestler, right? That was yes. the that was the debut of the Miz was the real world. Who's um, his character in wrestling? Who does the Miz play? Exactly. So, uh, what's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> We're back for another week. Uh, it's a big week this week. Mm-hmm. It's uh, like eight days long. Last Thursday, it's huge. Uh, it's a huge. Uh, last Thursday, <laughs> the biggest movie in comic dumb history dropped. Officially, the most money making movie ever. Now that's insane. An opening weekend. Wow. Uh, yep. Infinity War came out, and um, it has blown the doors off of basically everyone's expectations and has left a generation of viewers scarred. 
So, <laughs> with that said, uh, we're not going to talk about it just yet. Ooh, it's coming, though. We're talking Infinity War tonight. We're also going to talk uh, Ant-Man and Wasp trailer real quick. But before we do that, uh, we, we mentioned that we were going to be doing a little crazy bracket because brackets are fun. We had a good time torturing Anthony with a bracket last time. I'll get the point of them. Don't make fun of me for it. Uh, <laughs> I still understand how you don't get the point of it. It's not that difficult. <laughs> it's not like driving a Camaro. <laughs> it's not difficult either. Just because the can, en- just because I blew the engine, it wasn't my fault. If you can drive a Camaro, you can figure out a bracket. So, uh, yeah, so we were going to do another bracket, um, and I realized how much I really like doing these things that I really think I'm going to do like a mini podcast, just brackets, doing brackets. Yeah. And uh, we'll do it differently, like I said before, than we do it here, where we're not going to all just pick our own stuff. We'll just kind of actually discuss it for the show, and at the end, we'll have a winner for whatever the bracket is. But today, we did the thing where we uh, we all came with our own bracket, and uh, we're going to discuss it real quick. It's 90s TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um. The first thing that Johnny said to me was, this is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> this is hard for me. He said it was stupid because, and I, and I have to agree with him. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, right? So it's 16. So this is it starts with the 16. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 16 are Simpsons versus Seinfeld, Friends versus Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Star Trek The Next Generation versus My So-Called Life, the X-Files versus Batman the Animated Series. This is what angered Johnny so. <laughs> yes, very much. Uh, because right away, they're making you pick, right? Uh, yeah. On the other side, we have In Living Color versus Married with Children. Uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air versus Rugrats. Xena, the Princess War- or Warrior Princess versus Daria. And then Saved by the Bell versus Dinosaurs. Now, the, I also want to say, the next thing that I asked Chris was, where did he get this bracket? And I asked him that because... I wanted to make sure that Chris had not made this bracket himself before I completely destroyed it. <laughs> yeah, no, I found it on Facebook. I, I yeah. forgot. Somebody tagged me in it or somebody sent it to me, and I was like, yeah, let's do this one. It'll be fun. But then, Because yeah, I, I appreciate our friendship way more than I do a bracket, so that's why I asked. When I, uh, I, 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 there's a lot of shows that I thought were left out that were big shows oh, in the 90s. Oh, for sure. And, like, I don't mm-hmm. understand. This is just me personally. Like, I like the show Dinosaurs, but I don't understand how that's above... Uh, home Improvement or Family Matters or Boy Meets World or Full House Boy or any of those World. shows. Yeah, exactly. So that's the thing. So. This is why I want to do our own bracket show. Because looking when I was looking at the brackets, I was like, wonder what kind of other brackets you could find. So I go on Google and all I typed was TV brackets. And Jesus, there's like <laughs> trillions of brackets that all of these different images and graphics that people have made for brackets. And I'm talking some of them go hardcore. Like some mm-hmm. of them go 32. Like 32 and, and break it down. And, yeah. and uh um, so I'm like, you know what? Let's do it. It's fun talking brackets, breaking down things that you like to talk about. It's fun. Uh, easy way to do it is list shows and brackets. And so we're going to do brackets. Um, this is just one for fun for this show, but we will yeah. definitely revisit this because you're right, Johnny, some of this stuff, you're just like, come on. And like, does that make sense? Star Trek against my so-called life? <laughs> like, well, I, I didn't know one of those was a show. Anthony obviously is going to have seen the least Right. Very uh, hard. I've only not actually sat and watched three shows on this. So that's actually, it's better than the... Um, right. Well, it's, what's worst about this list for me is that the, the shows that I've seen are all paired up against each other. <laughs> so like four or five of them, I was like, well, hell. 
Yeah, and in all honesty, I'm like, I don't care very much at all about the right side of this bracket in any way. It's like whoever um, wins is oh, like absolutely on the left. I like some of them. I like some of them too, but I get what Brandon's saying. I did write on my paper here uh, that the the right side was way weak, in my opinion, compared oh, to the other side. Yeah, for sure, easily. Mm-hmm. So let's get to it. Uh, mm-hmm. First, Simpsons versus Seinfeld. This is going to be interesting, yeah. at least for some of us. Um, I want to start with Anthony because both of these are super old 90s shows, uh, late 80s into the 90s. Uh, so which one, Simpsons or Seinfeld? Seinfeld. Seinfeld, why? feel myself being drawn more to Seinfeld now. You racist? You against yellow skin people? No. Okay. Just checking, man. Just checking. It's not. Just checking. No, I just find Seinfeld more comical. <laughs> okay. That's it? Yeah. Cool. Brandon. To me, this was probably as difficult as as the Batman X-Files one. Yeah. Just because... Me too. This I was so hard. I love both of these shows. Yep. Um, I had to give it to The Simpsons, though. Ooh. Uh, just because the characters, to me, are so endearing. And the I watched the very first episode on TV. Like, on yeah. a little black and white TV Same when here, I was dude. a little kid. Same like, here. This this show has been with me forever, and you can say whatever you want about it now, but back in the day, it was perfect. It was just the perfect family sitcom show, and there are like five seasons of it that are just phenomenal. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I'm sorry, Seinfeld, but I had to pick The Simpsons. Yeah, <laughs> I had to go with Seinfeld. Yeah. Uh, I love The Simpsons for as much as you do, but there's something about Seinfeld, the comedy in that, the characters, and yeah, they're not as endearing. Uh, <laughs> some of them you you like you would not really hang out with. You would I would not want George Costanza as a friend. No, um, <clears throat> but I don't know. There was something about that show that I absolutely loved, and it just trumps Simpsons only because Simpsons did the thing where they la- they stayed too long. Yeah, because like it's just it's oh, it's a ghost of what it used to be, you know. And there's and not to say that there aren't moments of brilliance here and there, mm-hmm. but overall, it's like it's it's not as good as it used to be. And well, I, I feel like, like that mars my judgment. Like that that uh-huh. actually influences my judgment. So that's why I picked Seinfeld. See, I was looking at it <clears throat> specifically as the the run through the '90s. Oh, okay. Like, the list is for the '90s. True. True. Yeah, I, I had to go Simpsons as well. <laughs> um, I knew what you were going to say, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm just not the biggest fan of Seinfeld, and I know a lot of people think it's blasphemy, and I get it. Uh, I just could never get into it for whatever reason. But Simpsons, I clicked with from day one. Uh, I loved it. Not only was it great animation, but it was just funny to me. And it was also the first show that ever got me in trouble at school. So it's got a special <laughs> place in my heart. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what's the deal with Johnny not liking my show? Leave my shorts, Seinfeld. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's go to the other side. Let's go to the other side. In Living Color, Married with Children. Johnny, let's have you start it. In Living Color versus Married with Children. Married with Children always annoyed me, that show did. <laughs> uh, so I'll, I had to go In Living Color. Uh, but honestly, either one, I could be talked. I just picked a Living Color because I watched that a little more than Married with Children. Yeah. Uh, Brandon. Um, in Living Color, I watched very little of. Uh, and Married with Children, I didn't try to watch. It was one of those, if it was on and nothing else was on, I watched it. So neither are really strong with me, but I, I literally have seen maybe a handful of, of Living Color episodes, so I'm, I just picked Married with Children for that reason. Plus uh, Kelly. Come on. <laughs> Christina Applegate. <laughs> yeah, Kelly Lum. 
go <laughs> ahead, uh, Anthony. You don't know either of these. So shows. Johnny, you said in living color. I'm gonna go with married with children. <laughs> that's, that's fair. <laughs> um, I picked in living color. I love both shows. I love them both because I did like Married with Children. I liked Al Bundy's character, I and I liked about. I liked the idea that it was the anti-family. Do you know what I mean? Like there was always the wholesome families, the Cosby show coming out of the eighties was, was like all that stuff. So that this, uh, this show and Roseanne were about, uh, well, Roseanne was tried to be more like, this is what real Americans and struggling blue collar Americans are like. Whereas this just kind of went the complete polar opposite of Cosby and was like, what, what if, you know, what if your white trash family? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, it was like a dysfunctional family. Almost like oh, married yeah. with children type stuff. Yeah, married, it was, that is married no. with children. Or sorry, I'm sorry, grounded for <laughs> grounded for life. It was eh. like the the atypical. I, this is what started it. Like angry, bitter, doesn't like his wife, doesn't like anything but his football. The funny and his thing, beer, the like, funny thing about this show was know. that she was the one that always wanted sex and he didn't. Yeah. He was always like, "No, leave me alone." You know what I mean? Uh, but, no peg. But in Living Color, I absolutely love because number one, sketch comedy, mm. um, and number two. Uh, the Wayans brothers, Jim Carrey, uh, Jamie Foxx, Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. Do I keep going? So I mean, wait, they all was, came from in Living Color. In Living Color, in Living what, Color was the African Americans' answer to Saturday Night Live. They wanted okay. to have their own sketch comedy show, uh, and it was on Fox, and it revolutionized sketch right. comedy shows. Think of right, like cool. Mad TV. Yeah, it was kind of like that. Yep. Okay. It was like the alternative. They were a little edgier and stuff too. So. Yeah. All right. Cool. So yeah, I went within living color there. Uh, and don't you think? And don't you think? Well, don't you think Saturday Night Live looked at that show and they were like, "Why didn't we? Uh, yeah. Why didn't we take Jim Carrey when we had that chance?" Yeah, because he tried out for SNL and they said, "No, yeah. he was too goofy for them." Uh, all right, back to the left. Friends versus Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Brandon. Um, I've never liked Friends. I don't like ever. Oh, like I've never really, really gotten into it. I've never laughed at it. I just, <laughs> I don't get the appeal of it. Um, it's like me and the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. I watched that over and over. I'm with you on that. I never laugh. I never, and I, I think to myself, annoying. I don't get this. Just watch don't get the, it. Go into your Google machine, go to YouTube and search uh, Big Bang Theory without the laugh track and enjoy yourself. <laughs> it yeah. is cringeworthy. I am sure, dude. I am sure. So I picked Buffy. I actually yeah. watched a little bit of that. It was entertaining. It was yeah. it was different. I loved the fact that it was a sci-fi sh- like scenario thing. Yeah. Uh, never got huge into it, but I picked that. For me, I liked Buffy uh, because I was into I, I remember the movie. Mm-hmm. So when there was a TV show, I was like, yeah. oh, sweet, cool. And then to find out, like, oh, this is like this is the character and there's more to it. There's depth. There's drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did like Friends. I was a, I was a fan of that show. I was a fan of the idea of, you know, it was cool, like because when you're a younger kid growing up in middle school and high school and you're watching this show. You're growing up at a time when, like, you're very influenced by your friends, and friends are, like, your family. They're your world. So when you see that, hey, you can get older and still hang out with your friends and still live with your friends, <laughs> that's fucking cool. And I think – I really feel like that that show really influenced how a lot of uh, – how it's okay nowadays if you did see that. Yeah. Adults living together as friends and people being – you wouldn't look at them like, are you kidding? You're still living with a roommate? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, so, I mean, I like friends, dude. And they, and yeah. it was one of those things. It was situational. All, you know, there was sometimes it were mm-hmm. funny. Sometimes you had nonsense, corny shows. But uh, overall, that was the one I picked, friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny, what did you say? Uh, it, this one was easy for me. It was Buffy all the way. 
Uh, I can never get into friends ever. I'm with Brandon on that. I just <laughs> never found it funny. And I tried. I had a friend, a very close friend who loved friends and would always try to get me to watch it. And I just couldn't do it. I couldn't, I'd never laughed at it. I don't know why, <laughs> but just wasn't for me. I couldn't get behind the characters. I think was half of it, yeah. but, uh, uh, but Buffy, I I could really get into those characters really easy. I loved the movie before that, mm-hmm. but the the series was a totally different beast. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and they tried, and they they would take chances on their show too. I mean, one of the shows had barely any dialogue. Uh, one of the one of the episodes was a full on musical, so they would take chances, and then all of it kind of fit the same universe. So I had to go Buffy. Nice. Didn't think didn't think about all that stuff. That's right. Buffy was really really good. Dan, man. All right, Anthony, what you got? <laughs> It was really tough because I didn't watch Friends growing up, but Buffy I used to catch every now and then after school, and I caught it out of chronological. I just kind of caught random episodes here and there. I really liked it. I kind of liked that whole, I think it was the first TV show I watched where it was a female lead that was badass like that, Mm. and I really liked it, but in the recent years, I've, you know, Chris got me into Friends, and there's some there's humor about friends that relates it to how I met your mother and I really pull I gotta go for friends because of that. And then sometimes I think also like when you watch a show like when you were a kid and you watch shows that were adults obviously, adult comedy, uh mm-hmm. maybe sometimes when you go back and watch it as an adult, there's a little bit more relatability to it. That's what I yeah. think it is. Um and that's what I found going back and watching it as an adult. There are a lot of situations and things I related to more or understood, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh let's go back over. We got Fresh Prince of Bel Air versus Rugrats. And I am going to say for me, because uh, I watched both. I liked Rugrats. I thought those kids were cool. Mm. Uh, I liked how Chucky was always like nervous and what are we going to do now, Tommy? <laughs> or that kid. Uh, but the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, dude, I loved this show so much. I love the characters. I loved how uh, his friend DJ Jazzy Jeff <laughs> Jeff would get thrown out all the time. He'd piss ah. Will out, piss off Uncle Phil, and Uncle Phil would just throw him out. <laughs> Remember just that use every the time? same footage every time, too. Yeah, exactly. They had, their, they had their little their little hand clap thing, that clap and snap yeah. thing. That I mean, there was all these little cool things. Um, and then there was always those moments where you felt the heart and the family to it. Like I think everybody mm-hmm. who loved this show will always remember the episode when his dad comes back and then leaves him. Oh, yeah. And he totally breaks down in well, front of his uncle. Oh, life. my God, dude. It was so intense. Everybody remembers that show. So for me, it's Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Uh, what do you say, Anthony? I have to go for Fresh Prince because I did like Rugrats growing up. But honestly, out of all the Nickelodeon shows... Rugrats creep me out the art style. It, <laughs> and not just the art style, but the palette where it's like that faded, muted palette of like... It's like a nightmare to Anthony. It was weird. Like that faded... You know what I'm talking about? Like that weird palette. It was like... He sees the artwork, but uh, but he hears like creepy music box like music. So Fresh Prince for you? When did you watch Fresh Prince? As just reruns, reruns on, on as a the kid, yeah, or something? just whatever was on. Because they had that on Nickelodeon, or, or they right? would, yeah, they do like the Nick at Night, mm-hmm. like uh, eight o'clock. They just throw re- reruns. That's on right. And... I remember Nick at Night was. No, who, real Fresh quick, Prince. Jazzy, his friend Jay. Who's he play in Marvel? Is he Rhodey or Falcon? None of them. them. No, because one of them. No, he's none of them. Uh, I don't know where this is. Wait, going. Oh, yeah, oh, this okay. is pretty ne- funny, never Johnny. Never what do you what do you say? Fresh Prince or Rugrats? Okay. I tried to save uh, him before he buried himself. I know. I know. Uh, 
I actually like both these shows too. Uh, I grew up with both these shows. Fresh Prince, though, is going to get the nod for me. Uh, that's the one my whole family would watch together. Uh, and like, and also, I mean, just the icing on the cake. Uncle Phil also did the voice of Shredder in the original yep. Ninja Turtles cartoon. Yep. So that's going to win for me. I forgot uh, about that. That's right. Question: mm-hmm. Are you Aunt, old Aunt Viv or new Aunt Viv? <laughs> Old snaps. This is like new Harriet or old Harriet from Family Matters. <laughs> What's up with them replacing the moms all the time, dude? I just made it look like a uh, Brandon. Who's your pick? Fresh Prince or Rugrats? Uh, I never watched Nickelodeon, so I've oh, never right. seen Rugrats. Uh, so obviously has to go with Fresh Prince. But Fresh Prince was one of those. Um, uh, being the little poor kid that I was, I just watched the random syndicated episodes yeah. out of order. So I never watched it all the way through, but I'm pretty sure I've seen every episode <laughs> just because I watched it so many times. Yeah. Um, and you're right. It had all that heart, but just the comedy, Will Smith, that was, it yeah. was just something special. To me, it was like, if you put that and Family Matters side by side, they're eerily similar, mm-hmm. but, but Fresh Prince is what, that kind of show should have been and yeah. the other one just turned into the urkel show yeah so hey, uh, i will argue all day for urkel, though. <laughs> so. no but fresh prince was great dude that you're right dude i think it had some great storylines i loved uh the butler what was his name um, um jeffrey 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 oh. yes yeah. jeffrey just the dry wit do, do butler you i love the him one, do you remember where he Decide, they decide to play a trick on him and make him think he won the lottery. Oh, yeah. And, and he, he like he totally hard. goes off on him and, like, <laughs> tells off Uncle Phil and is, like, jumping on the furniture and shit. Oh, that's so good. All right, let's go back to the left side of the bracket. Star Trek The Next Generation against My So-Called Life. Brandon, is this even a question? Uh, no, and it's <laughs> it's made even easier because I I don't even know what My So-Called oh, Life really? is. Oh, really? I've never okay. seen it. Um. I've in passing heard the title, mm-hmm. but Star Trek: The Next Generation is one of my favorite shows of all time. It okay, was, again, one of those shows. I little kid, I just sat and watched whatever came on the TV, and Star Trek came on, and I was just hooked. I loved every character, the crazy storylines. Who's your favorite character as a little kid watching that? That's the thing. I had I Jordy and Data were my two favorites. Okay, the thing is, Jordy rarely got his own like story stuff. Data was always given storylines, but I just I could go on, but and they on were like best. They were like best friends, though. Yeah, that's even the, the yeah. funny part is that they were the like closest friends, and you know he's not even human, and yeah. Jordy requires the visor. Thing. Yeah, a mechanical yeah. device. Like they were perfectly tuned characters. When I you were a it. kid, did you get things and kind of like wrap it around the front of your eyes like you were Jordy? Do you know what I mean? I always like, saw, I remember trying to like my sister used to have a headband and I they used to say, use it as the those as hair the ones. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Exactly. I didn't have sisters or anything, and I, whenever I saw girls with those, I was like, "Just flip it down." Sure. <laughs> or or Cyclops, you choose. Yeah. He um, sees girls on the streets. Like, Can I can have the headband. For uh, for me, as a kid, I never mm-hmm. watched Star Trek: The Next Generation. I saw. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was aware of it. I knew it. I never watched it. I was mm-hmm. never a Star Trek person. But I did watch my so-called life. I. It was a show I caught when the first episode premiered, mm-hmm. and ended up being like, "Oh, I like this." It was a, It was a drama. Um, but it was, I think, I believe it was the breakout role or the first role for Claire Danes. 
Uh, she played like a, a, a girl oh, okay. just basically going through, you know, high school and what it was like being in high school. Romeo and Juliet, the live action. Yes. Oh, Anthony's uh, just trying to figure out who that her was. Love, so. Her <laughs> love interest in the show was of the brooding cool kid that like, you know, he was always like leaning against the lockers and all the girls <laughs> liked him, but it nobody talked like to that, him. Really. That was Jared Leto. That was one of his first oh, wow. first things, too. Uh, and I liked the show. I really did. I, it had a lot of really good shows, good you know message, a lot of good characters, good writing. So for me, my so-called life won it. Johnny, what do you got? Uh, this was easy for me. Yep. Uh, I had to look up what my so-called life was because I'd heard <laughs> of it, but I didn't remember it. But I've, as soon as I saw the pictures, I was like, oh, yeah, it's that show. Yep. Uh, however, uh, I've always been a Star Trek nerd, yep. uh, starting with the original Star Trek. And then I also love Next Generation. I, Brandon, we must be a lot alike because Jordy was my absolute favorite character. Oh, I mean, I, I've loved that. Man. I've loved that man since reading Rainbow. So. There you go. Same. Can, same. Yeah. There you go. Now I remember being a kid and finding out it was this like he was on both of those shows, and yes. I was watching them independently. I go, yes. Wait a minute, the guy with the visors, the guy from Reading Rainbow. I remember thinking, did something happen to his eyes? <laughs> Do you know how, like, when you're a kid, you don't get yes. that they can play different read? characters? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you don't uh, get yes. that. He can't read anymore. That's <laughs> it's a tragedy. It's not fair. Take a look. It's just not fair. It's, it's book. just a book reading <laughs> rainbow. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So that's your Star Trek, a- Anthony. Uh, obviously, Star Trek because I'm sure you never saw. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no I've never seen either. either. Let's jump over to the I've next side. I've never watched the next gen. All right, we're going to jump back over to the next side. This is uh, Xena Warrior Princess versus Daria. Anthony, kick us off. Daria, just because I see that she's back in pop culture. <laughs> of some Do sort. you know who she is? She's from Doug, right? Close, no. but not even close. <laughs> Wasn't it no, on She was animated. Beavis and Butthead. Beavis and Butthead. There yeah, I knew yeah, that. Yeah, the next guess. She was a she was one of the kid girls in in their class, and they used to make fun of her name Daria and go diarrhea, cha cha cha, diarrhea, cha cha cha. <laughs> uh, and then she had a spinoff show because um, I guess I don't know that she was super popular, but I, they know that the, that they uh, they wanted to push her character more. So yeah. uh, that was my choice was Daria, obviously, because I wasn't mm-hmm. a, I didn't watch Xena. Uh, what'd you say, Brandon? I, again, it, Xena was one of those along with that. Uh, Hercules live action show with Kevin yeah. Sorbo. It, it came together, right? Like that was the the well, wasn't it was that Hercules a, a first, two-pack? and then Xena. Hercules was first, and Xena was a spinoff. Yeah, uh, yeah. spinoff. Okay, yeah. and then uh, Xena actually, I believe it overshadowed it. It overshadowed like, them. Um, so I ended up cat. It's one of those shows I just caught it, and like a live action show with a lady with a what Sword. do you call them chakram chakra oh. whatever the circle blade thing that you throw uh-huh. and she's like fighting monsters and stuff. You sit down and you go, you know what? Why not? It's nothing like oh, what's monsters? on TV. It was it was set in like Hercules time. So oh, she I didn't fought know that, like dude. monsters yeah. and and uh mythological type. It things. was mostly about her and her companion that they eventually evolved into a lesbian romance thing as because got, fans wanted as it. As it so got much. more and more acceptable throughout the nineties. Really? Yeah. And the fans were just going crazy wanting it to happen. Did it, so. did it really did it really evolve into that? I don't remember that. I don't remember people wanting that to happen, but I don't remember that happening. I on think the show. it was like the very last season, eventually they oh. finally did it I and would, that was it. I always it. thought the show took place like during Roman times. I don't know why. Like I, I thought I didn't yeah, know there was uh, monsters. I think if I was a kid and I knew there was monsters and shit, I would have been watching that. 
It was um yeah because he was she was side by side with Hercules so yeah it was right right along uh, yeah I think there was like they were do, they were doing stuff. crossovers into each other's universes well before Marvel did nice Johnny what'd you pick <laughs> uh, this was easy for me I never liked Daria I'm sorry people <laughs> couldn't get into it couldn't I couldn't I tried to watch it uh, I just couldn't do it uh, but Xena. Uh, that's another show. My mom loved that show. Uh, so it would be on the TV all the time growing up. So I've seen a lot of Xena. Uh, so Xena's going to get the nod. And I always thought that the, uh, I can't remember her name, but whoever Xena's, uh, companion is that Brenda brought up, I always had a giant crush on her. So, uh, <laughs> I can't remember her name either. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's uh, I'm going to, I'm not going to go to the other side yet. I'm saving that one for last. We're going to do Saved by the Bell versus Dinosaurs. Uh, I'll kick it off. Uh, I liked Dinosaurs. It was funny. Saved by the Bell was a corny show. It really was. You can't get around how corny it was. However, again, I was a kid. It was like one of those the shows that was on TV right before school. So when I was getting ready for school, it would be on. And I ended up watching basically everyone all the way through high school and into college and then marriage and then the babies and then the nursing homes. Uh, so I picked Saved by the Bell. Uh, Anthony, what do you have? Uh, dinosaurs. I vaguely remember watching it as a kid. I don't remember it, though, but I never watched Saved by the Bell. I think I've seen, tried to watch clips of it, and it just was too corny, and when I tried to rewatch it or try to watch it, I was older, I was <laughs> it's like... super corny, dude. I was like, this this isn't funny. Like it's so corny. Like if, I think it's, if I was to try to rewatch early Boy Meets World now <laughs> and not know and not appreciate it as I was younger, this is how it would feel. And then nah, on top of it, stop it. <laughs> and yeah, and then, it's not the same. No, this is this is straight corn, man. Yeah, yeah. This is way corny. And yeah. then way way corny for sure. And then obviously, when I saw the dinosaurs lip sync to Biggie hypnotized, it just was like, yeah, this is. <laughs> oh jeez, uh, <laughs> A, what do you say? Uh, this was easy for me. I've never liked Saved by the Bell. I knew Couldn't you were going to say it. that. Yep. Uh, just not for me. Just not for me. Uh, but dinosaurs, I can get into. I mean, A, I love dinosaurs, and that's cool. Uh, and B, it's just pretty much, it really reminded me of if Flintstones was actually all dinosaurs, if all the characters were dinosaurs. So uh, <laughs> Exactly. I, I, that's what it gotta was. Gotta go dinosaurs. Yeah. It was not like the, the, mama, the, it was the, like the, the moon, Moonlighters and Honeymooners and, and, and the Flintstones mixed up. Yeah. One. yeah. Uh, Brandon, what do you say? I'm, I'm thinking you're saying dinosaurs. I can't see you being a Saved by the Bell fan. Yeah, I'm exactly the same as Johnny. Yeah. Like, I never got into Saved by the Bell, and it just seemed like a caricature. Yeah. Like, like oddly enough, I watched some cheesy 90s stuff in the 90s, and even that, I was like, this is this is cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this? I'm going to go watch Mortal Kombat. It's a little less cheesy. Um, Finish him. But I love dinosaurs because it was so weird. It, like, think about it. It's giant foam rubber dinosaurs doing a sitcom. It's it's insane when it you think funny. about it. No, you couldn't pitch that today and have it work. Right. Not the mama. And I, I love the fact Not that the it baby. was like. Not the baby. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh what was it? The Johnny, do you remember the TV show that they watched on dinosaurs? The Ah, uh, no, not off the top of humans? my head. I know what you're talking about. It was uh it was like a Bill Nye kind of a show, except every yeah. time the scientist would do something that got the little kid, Billy, killed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so his head would yeah. blow up and he's like, We're gonna need another Billy or something like that. <laughs> Timmy or some name like that, but I just remember that being the show <laughs> on the show. Didn't didn't the last, very, very last episode of that show end with all of them dying? Yeah, it was like the comet was coming. It was a, yeah, a big meteor. I think so. It was a yeah. big two-parter that 
once they found out it was canceled, they canceled the second part. And then they just died, and that was the end of the show. That's so horrible, dude. How do you do that? It's I don't know. I mean, you got to know that's the ending that comes to them at some point, but we'd have to end the show that way. Yeah, Yeah, for reals. Um, We're going hard. All right, here we are. The X-Files versus Batman, the animated series. Johnny, you have to go first. This is the one, this is the pairing that when I saw it, I thought this was the stupidest bracket that I've ever seen. He, almost, he, he almost threw his phone across the room the second he laid. I was, I was irate. Why would you put these two icons, these two iconic shows, these two shows here are these shaped who I am as an adult. Now I'm not making that up. No, you're these right. two shows here and the put them in the first round is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. You want to make these brackets where you want to set up some major, uh, uh, you know, battles going on. You don't want to have all the great battles at the very beginning. So why would you do this? I don't know. Said they Drove put in living color against married. Yeah, yeah. So that that just I mm, I was very mad that I even had to choose. X Files is one of the greatest shows. I've I've loved that show. I've seen it since I seen it when it first started. I was hooked. Uh, I still love it today. Batman the animated series still holds up today. It's amazing that an animated show. I mean, they would. It was for kids, but the storylines were definitely where an adult could watch them. Surprisingly, X Files holds up today too. Still, oh yes, yes, they both do. Yes, they both do. I went back and watched them both many times. Uh, so this was very tough for me. Uh, this was neck and neck. Uh, I hated even choosing, but I went with Batman overall. <gasps> oh my god, dude! Mulder Batman. and Scully are, are their hearts are hurting. I hate it. You, I didn't want to do it. You I don't want to do it. Back on Mulder and Scully. <laughs> don't tell him. Don't tell him, Chris. <laughs> don't tell him. Oh, this no. was tough. Somebody. This was he's tough. getting emotional. Tweet David Duchovny. <laughs> don't you dare. That man's a that man's a saint. <laughs> he's an American tra- Canadian. Is it Canadian? He's an American treasure. Uh, he's all he's alien. He's, he's a treasure. He's an American treasure. Uh, Anthony, what'd you pick? Batman. Brandon, what? The <laughs> <laughs> well, thing is, I got into X Files later, like after, like when we saw the premiere for the new season of X Files in New York City. Holy shit! Just two <laughs> years ago, then. That was the first time I'd ever seen X Files. My first exposure to X Files was a preview for a for a pickup of a Holy TV show from the nineties that I'd never seen. Holy cow, dude! You're missing. I, there is no appreciation of the show in my you childhood at oh. all. Have you seen any since or no? Not yeah. yet. Yeah, oh, you have. Catching up. Too yeah, I, I was catching up through season one, and then got to a point where it was like, whoa, like I couldn't handle it every week. <laughs> I couldn't handle it every episode, after one after another, and I just never went back to it. But then, like. Batman, <laughs> like Batman. I remember watching this nonstop as a kid. I even to the point where, as a kid, I don't think I, I don't, I don't remember acknowledging as a kid the changeup between um, Aunt Viv and Fresh Prince. <laughs> but that came out of nowhere. But <laughs> but Rewind. when they did the season, when when they changed the design for all the characters in the in Batman the animated series, the out of nowhere. Now the Joker looks different, and he doesn't have the the lips and the smile like he did, and he's got just black pupils, and everyone got changed up. I was pissed. <laughs> An angry, pissed, angry five year old there. Angry commander. I was Randall. very mad at the Animaniacs <laughs> as a kid. So I was like, "Why would you do this?" Oh, Brandon, what was your pick? Um, oh. 
I I'm very similar to Johnny. Yeah. But in the in the same regards, uh, I I have the 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 incredible appreciation for the X Files, but thinking like if I were to sit down right now with the two in front of me, which one would I enjoy more watching? And I literally own every episode of Batman the Animated Series. I don't own every episode of the X Files. <laughs> And I still sit and I watch Batman on a regular basis, but I don't on X Files, so I had to give it to Batman. Like fair enough. And to me, it it holds up better than the X Files does. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could throw in almost any episode of Batman the Animated Series, and it's still entertaining today. Dude, the one episode of Batman won a freaking what Grammy, Oscar, yep. a Grammy. Yeah. So my pick. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm wrong. It's is it Emmy? No. What is it? Uh, all right. uh, Chris, what'd you pick? <laughs> so here's the th- here's the thing. I'm just like you guys too. These two shows are phenomenal. I've seen every episode of Batman and the Animated Series. Have loved it. Uh, the second you hear that music, remember how we t- we had an episode of Back Issues where <laughs> once we talked about iconic theme music from movies and TV shows and pop culture and mm-hmm. how it stirs something inside you. You can hear that little tinkling sound from Back to the Future, and right away you know, like, oh my god, are you serious? You know mm-hmm. that ding 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 ding, whatever it is. Uh, Batman, it's that animated series. Dun. Yes, you know what I mean. <laughs> And it's, it works the same with the X-Files. Yeah, the both s- shows have iconic exactly. opening music. Yeah. Here's the difference between these two shows and how I picked for this. Uh, Batman the Animated Series, I caught after the run. I didn't watch it when it was live showing new episodes. Whereas mm. X-Files, I did. I literally could not wait till the next time it was on, turn the lights off because X-Files is on tonight. Uh, so X Files beat Batman, even though Batman mm-hmm. to me in the animated series, oh my, you just can't touch it. There's so many shows that are so hard to say. Like this is a perfect. These are perfect. Well, not perfect because again, you know, at the end. But mm-hmm. do you know what I'm saying? Like those first two seasons, holy crap! Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but I had to pick X Files because in the '90s, as a kid, that was my thing, man. I was it was X Files all the way. So there mm-hmm. we go. There's our winners. Let's move on super fast. Uh, for me, Simpsons and Seinfeld. We said Seinfeld. Uh, so Seinfeld versus Friends. For me, Seinfeld beat out Friends because Friends uh, was always trying to rip off Seinfeld anyway. They stole a <laughs> lot of their jokes. If you ever watch yeah. Friends shows, you'll see a lot of jokes from Seinfeld repeated. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, Seinfeld beats Friends for me. Uh, Johnny, Simpsons or Buffy? Uh, Simpsons beats Buffy for me. Uh just just because Simpsons to me has a longer lasting uh, effect on everything else in pop culture than Buffy does so I went Simpsons. What about for you Brandon Simpsons or Buffy? Simpsons. Yeah. I I mean I have a Simpsons tattoo so I mean it's got to be hey, really? Buffy. There you go. It's on his A. Oh, uh, there it is. You're right. <laughs> um <laughs> Anthony Seinfeld or Friends? Seinfeld. Okay. Uh, in Living Color or Fresh Prince, for me, oh, this one was hard, but I'm going with In Living Color because, again, it, there was there's something about that sketch comedy show and just the talent that it birthed, which was insane. Not that Fresh mm-hmm. Prince, I mean, Fresh Prince is one of the biggest stars in the world, but I loved the sketch comedy. A lot of different characters came out of that one. So what do you have mm-hmm. uh, for you, Anthony, in Living, what would you say, In Living Color? No, I said Married. 
because that's what Johnny didn't choose. Married with Children or or Fresh Prince? <laughs> Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince. Johnny. I had Living Color versus Pr- uh, Fresh Prince. Uh, I went with Fresh Prince just because I have better memories of it, and then my family would watch it together. So whenever I even hear that opening theme, I get warm fuzzies all inside. Nice. What did you say, uh, Brandon? Uh, I I didn't watch too much Married with Children, so Fresh Prince definitely wins. Fresh Prince. Sweet. Uh, over to the left, my so-called life versus X-Files, and I chose X-Files. No problem. Johnny, what'd you choose? As Star Trek Next Generation versus Batman. And I'm sorry, Star Trek, but Matman will always win. There you so go. Matman Man. beats Star Trek. Yeah, <laughs> Matman. You know, Matman. What do you got, Brandon? That's when Batman loses both of his arms and legs. It becomes Matman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, same, same with Johnny. I, I'm really, I don't want to say it, but Batman's got to beat Star Trek as much as I love it. Batman. That hurts, right? Yeah. You're Batman. Yep. Easy. Uh, for me, it was Daria versus Saved by the Bell, uh, and Daria beats it out just because Saved by the Bell is too corny. Uh, I loved it, but it was it was still it's it's yeah. Uh, Johnny, what do you have? I had Xena versus dinosaurs. Uh, I went with Xena just purely again because uh, that just whenever I would see that, it just reminds me of watching it with mom. So Xena uh, wins for memories. Anthony, me uh, Daria versus dinosaurs. I never watched Daria and. Uh... Not the baby. It's dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Brandon. Uh, I have to go with dinosaurs just because I honestly, I remember more from that show than I do Xena. You remember the show from the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> dinosaurs. Nice. Um. All right. So, my last two goes Seinfeld versus X-Files. This was hard for me. <laughs> this was so hard. It's two completely different feelings. But I have to say Seinfeld because... I am one of those guys that loves the shows and I can say this is a Seinfeld moment and I can point out like, oh, this episode, well, this, 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 and this also happened in this episode. Uh, this so I am with how much for me, Seinfeld beats out X-Files and it's just barely like it barely squeaked by uh, Johnny. What do you have on this side? I had Simpsons versus Batman and Batman wins uh, Batman. Uh, you know, that show was so good. They, I mean, it would get so deep too. I mean, there'd be an episode about like a, a woman who couldn't get past being a kid age because she had that disease. Uh, I mean, they had some deep stuff in this, and they would bring back and make characters iconic. I mean, that's what Mr. Freeze, that's the Mr. Freeze we think of is from his show. Uh, so it's got to be a Batman for me. And I think the the villain you were thinking of was uh, Andy Milanakis, by the way. Yes. yes. <laughs> it doesn't age. Um, I literally, this was the hardest this, to me, this is just the final battle already. Like the <laughs> other side doesn't matter because there's no way that they could hold up to either of these. So these this is two the biggest battle you had. Are, I I had the Simpsons for the longest time in my head. Like I have to pick the Simpsons. I quote the Simpsons daily. Yeah. I use Simpsons quotes in my everyday life. Like when my house is dirty, I I just out loud I'll go. Please don't tell people how I live. You know, I just <laughs> I just quote Simpsons things that relate to what's going on. Like. That should win, but I can't get over how amazing of a show Batman really was. Oh, and it, man. It honestly is probably the reason that he's he's my favorite DC character and that I even, like, have such an affinity for comics is probably that, that hook from both this show and that 90s X-Men show, which should also yeah. have been on this bracket. 
Agreed. But yeah. I, I will pick Batman. Um, just you chose right though because Bartman would approve. <laughs> I mean, he was influenced by Batman. Up and at them, Anthony. What do you got? Batman. Cool. Uh, on the right, <laughs> <laughs> I have to stick with it now. On the right side, I have uh, Daria versus In Living Color. That was no question for me. In Living Color, Anthony. Wait, what? Oh, <laughs> I was listening to you. What wrong. do you have? Like, I had um, Fresh Prince versus Dinosaurs, and uh, Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince. All Easy. right. Final two is Fresh Prince. All right. What do you have, Brandon? Uh. I believe I had the same dinosaurs, Fresh Prince. Um, dy- uh, dinosaurs is not anywhere near the, the quality <laughs> that Fresh Prince is, so Fresh Prince just easily. Okay, and Johnny, I had Fresh Prince versus Xena, and Fresh Prince easily wins. Ooh, Fresh Prince made it to except the end for for everyone except, yeah, except for, me, except for a real fight. In a real fight, <laughs> I'm probably certain Xena could handle it. But yeah. Um. All right, so last two, Anthony. Who did you have for your last two? You had Seinfeld and Fresh Prince. Batman and Fresh Prince. Batman and Fresh Prince. And how did that end up? It was hard. It's very hard to decide because I have great comedy, great writing, um, a, a TV show that really spawned and built an actor's career. And then on the other side, we have Mark Hamill as a Joker. <laughs> and I had to go Batman. Cool. Brandon, <laughs> what do you got? Uh, Fresh Prince versus uh, Batman. It's it's no contest. Yeah, Batman. Easy. Yeah, easy. It's, it's, I feel like all three of you guys have it easy here. What do you have? What do you have, Johnny? Exact same. Exactly. Uh, Batman versus Prince and uh, Batman. I mean, it's not even. See, I'm no, Batman versus Prince is different than Fresh Prince. Just be careful there. <laughs> no, I'd still pick Batman. Yeah, I, I, I'm glad Batman didn't make it through for me because mine has a little bit more of a battle here. Seinfeld yeah. versus Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Again, Seinfeld. I loved it. It was more of the adult, uh, you know, situations. Fresh Prince had the families as a kid watching it. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to be a teenager, so you kind of, you know, related to that as well. Yeah. It's so hard. It's so <laughs> freaking hard. But for me, barely squeaking it out again because aside from crying Will Smith and Uncle Phil episode, there's maybe a few other things I remember, whereas Seinfeld, it's like clockwork. I could yeah, tell you yeah. the second I see it on TV, whatever minute it's at, I'd be like, oh, it's this episode where this happens and this happens. <laughs> So for me, Seinfeld wins it. Uh, so it's Seinfeld versus two fresh princes and a no one fresh prince and a bat and two Batmans. What'd you say? I said Batman. Oh, we all, yeah, we all said Batman. Seinfeld yeah. versus Batmans. <laughs> so Seinfeld wins it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it looks like Batman's the winner of this one, guys. And that's all she wrote. Our 90s TV bracket. Thanks very much for listening. We'll see you next week. Uh, Bye. (laughs) All right. Let's get to some real talk, guys. Oh, Lordy. Infinity War. We've all been dying to talk about it with each other. Chudder? Uh, With each other. other? Are we all sharing the other? (laughs) Hey, yo, we've been wanting to talk about it with each other. Uh, Each other. (laughs) We did a little bit of talking here and there amongst ourselves. Mm -hmm. Uh Brandon, Johnny, and I did a little talking. Anthony and I. So we've all done this little bit of talking. We've never really brought it to the table and said, all right, guys, we've had almost a full week to dissect it and and let it marinate. 
Wow. (laughs) So, Infinity War. Um, How are we going to do this? Like, how do you start this? I don't think I. I don't want to go a full-on movie review. Are we just giving our impressions? Talk about your thoughts. First of all, I think first of all, let's just say spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Spoilers like crazy. So the rest of this show is going to be spoilers. We're talking about this and then maybe the Ant-Man and Wasp trailer at the end. But basically, we're talking about this. We've been dying to talk about it with each other. So starting now, if you haven't seen it yet and you don't want to hear it, turn us off. Come back after you've seen it. And uh, I think I think I think uh, uh, let's start out with uh, overall. I'm fairly certain I can say all four of us really like this movie quite a bit, right? Oh yes. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, sure. so let's. I would say let's get the negative stuff out of the way first. All right. Like if if you if you had any negatives on the movie, what were those? What was your negative, Anthony? <laughs> I I want to say downtime, but there really was no downtime. Maybe the travel scenes. Maybe, maybe I don't know. I really there was. I was thinking about there, there was no negatives for this movie. For I really for tried sure. to find a negative because I hate when people are like, "Oh, there's nothing." No, I mean. So you would rate this a ten? No. Ah, so why not a ten? I think purely because of like some some scenes. He's like possibly. only Jesus deserves a ten. No. no. <laughs> nine point nine. I once had when I worked at CVS, uh, and you. You know, gave them the receipt. There was a thing there where you said, if you give your, you know, this, uh, if you give us all, rate us all fives, we really appreciate it, blah, blah, blah. And I had somebody say that. Sorry. Only Jesus gets full five review. <laughs> Perfect five. Yeah. I was like, all right, thank you. You should have uh, said, yeah. I'm sorry. He doesn't work here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, so what, what, you didn't think there was any, you didn't find anything wrong with it? No, nothing. Not, that nothing you, wrong. Like, purely wrong. Um, any problem with it? Anything that rubbed you the wrong way? Nothing. I Brandon, have a, I have a negative. Yeah, maybe, go for maybe, it. Yeah, maybe oh, I'll... now you got one. What no, is no, no, no. I said maybe Christ. no. Let you we guys spent go. Fifty minutes letting him Stop. think about what he was going to say. <laughs> I was he trying. To... No, he does this every time. No, you guys don't realize I know. this. Oh, I know. <laughs> Trust me, I do realize. But you it. still come to me first because I have to live this every time. <laughs> no, you know why? Because I go to the end, and all you're going to do is regurgitate what we say. So I want to hear what you have to say. I think okay, fine. If I had to find a flaw or find something I could pick on it, I guess it's just more or less the travel scene the back and forth flashing okay so Does you're make... tired of the flashing maybe oh <laughs> is that it are we going to come back maybe. to you or all right yeah, make no, sure you yeah. avoid... the, the, tra- the, the the back and forth traveling and checking up like all right we're still here <laughs> and the flashing maybe? so anthony anytime you see a guy in a trench coat just go the other way <laughs> brandon what was your uh, what was your thoughts on that uh my negative it's it's basically the only real negative that I could even think of. Yeah, is that it is half of one movie. Like like that's the only real complaint that I have is that we didn't technically get the full story. Right. I understand that that you know you can't tell it all in one chunk or or all that, but I've never never been a fan of when they film one big movie, chop it in two, and then show you it separately like yeah pirates of the caribbean or lord of the rings yeah. whatever it is they did lord of the rings was a little different because it was all three in one shot wasn't it yeah i believe so yeah so i mean yeah. that's they planned all that out that was from the get-go but i hate the last harry well, potter i feel like did, they, this I is I, I feel like the idea was lord that this the rings was always going to be split i just it, I don't know. I understand the point of it. I yeah. just really wish you could get all of it in one shot. <laughs> I know. That's all because... So is that a negative, though? Because that sounds like a positive about the movie. It was that good that it made you want <laughs> the rest right now. 
I don't know. It it, it depends on how you look at it. Yeah. I guess. I again, it, it's the only negative that I could really think of is once the credits roll, you're going. There's more to this story. I just don't get to see it yet. So I guess if you can call that a negative, because I okay. mean it. It literally is the first half of one bigger story. So I mean, right? You could you could say you haven't gotten everything. Just, just wait. For me, it was so hard all to together. Put... It is its own whole thing. I'm not yeah. saying it's like cuts off and that's it. You're disappointed. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying I wish I want to see the whole thing in one shot. I wish yeah. I could, but it's not possible. Yeah, for me, um, it's hard to find a negative, and it's not not saying that it's a, a perfect movie by all mm. means. It's not even close, but. It was hard for me to find negative in the fact that I liked it so much. <laughs> I did. I liked this movie so much. Mm-hmm. And it left such an impression on me. Um, somebody tweeted about it immediately the day after saying, um, I, don't, I forget what it was, but it was, it, was along, along the, it was along the lines of like, they can't believe what they just witnessed kind of a thing. And I responded, uh, we knew this was Infinity Gauntlet. Yet we weren't ready because that's how it felt. I felt like I still wasn't ready because I know how it how how it's going to turn out. And I know, you know, some of the things that happened aren't going to stick, but it's still I let myself get lost in this film. It's bit you know, it's the last few films. I, I, I find myself critiquing, finding things looking at me like, oh, you know what? But this one I allowed myself to get immersed in and lose myself in. So much so that we watched the chronological video on YouTube. There's a chronological timeline thing where they take all the Marvel movies uh, and then they put all the scenes in chronological order for you to see like how important these things are and how it leads up to Infinity War. Uh, When you watch that, it refreshes you. It brings you right back into that world. And I think that really helped because going in there, having just come away from watching that, felt like I was invested like okay here we go and then from that moment forward from the, the beginning of the film all the way to the final after credit scene i let myself become completely involved and and just like invested in the film that it impacted me i knew what the i knew the story i know it but still dude the visuals, the way some of those people acted and did things, man, it was crazy good. So it's hard. It's hard for me to find a negative, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Maybe Tom Holland blinked too many times. I don't know. <laughs> was there something that happened like that? Uh, um, I don't know. Johnny, I know you said there was a few things for you. So what was it? Uh, well, all mine can kind of be summed up with what Brendan was saying, if you really think about it. Uh, one of them would be the ending, uh, the characters that they chose to – uh, fade away or whatever you want to say. Uh, the ones that they chose just for a second. I mean, it wasn't very long, but for a second took me out of it because, I mean, come on, is Black Panther not going to come back? I mean, he just made a billion dollars for him. They already said they're going to make other movies with him. And Spider-Man, they literally just cast that guy like three years ago. Uh, so, And he's got more movies coming out. So I already knew that that, that wasn't going to stick. Uh, so that was a little bit of it. Um, and the other thing would be, when you have this giant of a cast, I think they did for half of a movie, because this is kind of what this is, like Brenda was saying. For half of a movie, they did a fairly decent job with everybody, all the characters having at least one little thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you know. Uh, but you're always going to have somebody who's short of, short of? That's right, I said short of. Uh, <laughs> that's short of, uh, short-changed a little bit. And I think it kind of happened here with Captain America a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in my opinion, that's probably just because he's going to have a huge part to play in part two. So, uh so that's my small little things. But other than that, I absolutely adored this movie. I was going to say, uh, even Captain America, though, the way you can think about it is 
his his third movie was basically Avengers what three point five. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. So I mean, he was he had the spotlight like in his yeah whatever it is. But um, uh, to uh build on that, like he said, some characters only got a, a one part, which is enough to acknowledge that they're there. But then they were just gone. Black Widow. Um. She, she she had even a few. got like a she, big she scene, had some. yeah. But it, in particular, they really built up the fact that he was in the end credit scene and everything. Winter Soldier, yep. He did yeah. nothing, and then he disappeared. Just his arm. I mean, we we saw his arm for a little bit, and he helped out yeah, with battle scenes, it. but there wasn't much happening with him. So I mean, that, yeah. yeah, you can you can say that, but then again, there's also what is what else are you gonna do? Have him the secondary storyline with every single character in the background. It's impossible. Yeah, the, movie, to do. The, mo- the movie would be five hours long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, let's get into wrong, the, I like that. Let's get into the meat now. So the idea behind uh, Infinity War is that mm-hmm. Thanos is the mad Titan. He's gone. He's obviously he's mad. Uh, and he's got the gauntlet and he's he's searching for these Infinity Stones. He has been since the beginning. This is this is the idea behind Avengers 1 was that Thanos has been behind this the whole time. Mm-hmm. I think he had the it was his influence that got Loki doing a lot of the things going yeah. on or whatever. Yeah, he was the the one turning all the gears in the background. Yeah. Um so so Thanos has been behind it the whole time. So now it's it, it's 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 the day of reckoning. He's here. This is the movie. He's looking for the stones. And the idea is he's already got two of them, right? He's got two and he's got to get the other four. He, got, he already Took the the Re- first one from Xandar, right. destroyed the Nova Core homeworld. Right, then mm-hmm. they don't show any of it. He just did it like right before the movie starts. Right, so he's picking up the second one from uh, Loki. Loki. Loki, the Tesseract. Then he goes. Uh, he's going for the uh, Reality Stone. Who. Um, you're kind of skipping. Has. You're kind of skipping a big thing, though. Well, I'm just. He I, didn't just. I, he, he he didn't just take it from Loki. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna get to, to all this. I'm just. I'm just. The the overall idea behind it is that he's got to go collect these from specific parts of the movie, and that's what. That's basically this whole movie gets put together in parts of mm-hmm. him going and collecting them. Uh, and the the heroes trying to stop him each step of the way with a few flashbacks to kind of give us an idea with. Uh, kind of like where he came from and his motivation. The, yeah, the motivation and his relationship with Gamora. Mm-hmm. Um, that's basically the whole movie in a nutshell, right there. And then everything that happens because of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so much, so freaking much. So yeah, it, it just really like is. you said, Johnny. Let's start at the beginning. It it really is crazy too when you think about it, because from beginning to end. There's just it's just him going from point A yeah. to point B, yeah, and everyone trying to stop him from doing yeah. that, and as we see, not doing a very good job. Yeah, it's insane, dude. <laughs> it's, it's literally it's... just him marching straight through. Exactly. Yeah, they almost stop that's, a few times, but that's about it. The first time they try to stop him, mm-hmm. it's Loki and Thor, and yeah. it's too late. Uh, you know, Thanos has got them because there's a there's a, there you go. There's another negative, I guess you could throw out there if you wanted to. A lot of characters die off screen. Yeah. Uh, the very first scene that we see, Valkyrie and all those other people that Thor was hanging out with and that we liked in Ragnarok, all dead. Valkyrie's just dead not on dead. the ground. They showed her in the movie. They showed Is her she lying dead? right on the ground. Yep. Who's the one that was? Uh... Oh man. And what's then her they name? kill off. Uh, what's his name? Um. Uh, Are you sure Korf? it was Valkyrie? 
Are we sure of that? I saw her specifically on the ground in the ship. Because I saw it. an article somewhere saying, hey, where were, where were these people, including Valkyrie? Somebody said that. I, I don't know. I, I remember when I watched the movie seeing the lady well, that, in the, the white sh- lying on the ground. Well, and, that and all the ship that they were on was destroyed, so. Yeah. Even if she didn't, like, wasn't dead on the ground, they blew up the ship and killed her. <laughs> yeah. So I would assume, like, everyone else is dead. Oh, let me see. And remember uh, that first war, scene yeah, was no, war. It says here, it says that the Infinity War director confirms Valkyrie survives. Oh. Oh, well, yeah. No, ho, ho, ho. The <laughs> plot yeah. continues. But you forget but I'm something. I'm with you, it's though. Not... Why, was, why was Korg dead? He was amazing. <laughs> but I love that thing is, it wasn't just Thor and Loki trying to fight Thanos right off the get-go. It's Thor, Loki, Hulk. Yeah, they Hulk got yes. his ass. I think that was a, that was a very smart thing. Is it's kind of like the whole scenario. First thing you do in prison, you beat up the strongest guy, or at, at least fight the the strongest looking guy. Except in this scenario, they sent their strongest guy after Thanos, and he just whoops him like he's a little kid. Just yeah, man like a little bitch. Him. And be- to the point where Hulk is affected about it through the whole movie. Yeah, he he yeah. psychologically scarred the strongest creature on all of Earth within minutes. And yeah. then, to me, that that says more about the entire scenario than anything. And uh, we get to see, I, I wish I remembered his name, from Asgard, who controls the Bifrost. Heimdall. 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 And, you know, in his dying breath... It's funny how in the first five minutes of this movie, you see several people just dead, dead, dead. Dude, dead. the Loki one was insane. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was hard. So Heimdall. I think I think the Loki turn. one, the Loki one was important though. That just kind of tells you. I mean, I, I get what Anthony's saying. Like him just taking out Hulk like he was nothing is a big deal, obviously. But the fact that uh, Loki has kind of cheated death again and again and again, and then he just his neck his neck is just snapped. When he even says there's no resurrection this time or whatever, what does he say? There's no coming back. There's or no, some there's shit. no coming yeah. back. Or he's letting you know. So like, the directors specifically within this very first scene showed you uh, he can make the Hulk his bitch. Uh, he can easily kill gods with one hand. Not even did he even use the gauntlet hand? No, I think it was no. his bare hand. Yeah, his bare hand. Well, because he had the, the power, the power stone. But still, yeah. But I mean, like that's the whole but thing still, that they're yeah. they're going for, and and that. He's basically through the the writers and stuff saying yeah. people aren't coming back if I kill him. Yeah, like they basically were like Loki is straight up dead. You, I killed him, and then they blew up the ship to make sure. You know what I mean? And the only reason he's doing this, uh, and much like the in the comics, is because is is the belief that there needs to be balance in the universe, mm-hmm. and there's too much. Too many planets are overrun with too many. You know, everybody's too much populating. Life. So we, we need to, to kill half of them. And he's not going to do it. You you can't buy him. Rich people aren't surviving. It's it's poor rich uh, superhero, normal human alien doesn't matter if you're special or not. Uh, half dies, and that's it's gonna it. Be genuine random to keep. So that's the whole point to this. He wants the gauntlet so that all he has to do is snap a finger and it'll happen. Yeah, because he's been going planet to planet, doing it the manual way. (laughs) Yeah, you know, just wiping. And it'll take too long. And and that is how he acquired Gamora as his quote unquote daughter. Yep. We see this in a flashback. It, It it it's a nice establishment of what he does, how he views it, and again, 
perfect villain is the one who believes he's doing he's the hero. Yeah. And Thanos yeah. above all else thinks he's he is the most savior. benevolent, amazing savior that the universe has ever seen. He and does not he believe he's the like, villain. You're gonna die in his presence. Be glory to yourself. And it, yeah, and yeah, it, it's and, it, up, and right? it's shown, and it shows that he has some sort of something, some compassion in him. Because when he saves this girl, he sees this kind of like fighting spirit in her that he automatically connects to her. Mm-hmm. Doesn't want her to see the massacre of her entire race. Yeah. But decides to raise her and teach her how to be a specific way. So there's a glimmer of like, oh, well, he believes he's right and he still cares about somebody. So is he really a monster? Yeah. But uh, yeah, like you said. I can answer that. The, the is, fact yeah. that he ki- yeah, <laughs> the fact that he kills Loki uh, and the idea is it doesn't matter. I don't mm-hmm. care if he's a god. He's part of the half that's going to die. Boom. Yeah. Uh, and then, and yeah. Seemingly, uh, he he beats beats down Thor, leaves him on his ship, and blows the ship up. Yeah. So right off the bat, we we believe Thor, Loki, everyone there has just been wiped out by things. Except the Hulk, took because the shot to he- Heimdall sent the, the the Hulk to Earth on the uh, Rainbow Rainbow Ridge. Bifrost. Yeah. Whatever it's called. Rainbow Road. Yeah, Rainbow yeah, he Road. He took a go-kart there. Mario. <laughs> Is it like the Rocky Road? <laughs> turtle shell, ba- turtle shell. Backseat <laughs> driving Mario. Um, but yeah, so... That's it. That kicks it off. That yeah. sets the stage. Like, this is serious. Hard and that's the thing, too, because opening. we know the deal about this film. We know that people will die. And with that, like I was telling Brandon uh, during this show, uh, while we're watching the film, I re- leaned over and said to him, you know, like, we watched all the other films, Avengers, Iron Man. You know they're going to be fine. They're the yeah. good guys. Mm-hmm. This one, you know people are going to die. So every battle that happens, every time Thanos is on screen with somebody else, it's like you're holding your breath because you're waiting. And the whole movie is that anticipation, and it kills you. And it's, yeah, anytime, anytime I saw Thanos going against one other character, oh. I, had, I had legit worries for that character. Yes, and that's the thing. You became invested. Uh, and that's yeah. the rest of this film. Like, right from after that, the rest of this film is that. So... Uh, what do you guys want? To, I, like, I don't want to just go down the, the entire movie yeah. like storyline. I just want to discuss things that you guys want to talk about. So what, um, well, I wanted to ask right off the bat, uh, what is the scene in this movie that stands out to you? Oh, oh. I can say it now. Well, let, let me say this: uh, the the most impactful scene, but yeah. also like the coolest action kind of scene. For me, the most impactful mm-hmm. was can the I... very end. <laughs> um, okay. After Thanos snaps his hand, fingers, yeah, and yeah, in there, case we you get haven't that, seen it. We uh, get this whole. Yeah, wins, if you really yeah. sat around waiting and haven't seen this yet, uh, we get the whole white, and you're just like, holy shit! And then it's right back to there, and you see his things all fucked up, and he's like, "What did you do?" And the next thing you know, you start seeing people kind of fading away. It was like, holy shit! Like he fucking did it. This isn't a joke. Then we cut to Tony. And Peter Parker. <laughs> and Peter starts saying, he's like, you know, I don't feel so good. And he's, and you can see that there's, like, he doesn't look normal anymore. You can see that there's this weird thing, like, he looks like he might start fading. And I remember going, no, 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 not Peter, yeah. right? Now, I could be fine with it because I know the story. <laughs> but it was the way Tom Holland played it, dude. Mm-hmm. He's a little, he's a 16-year-old kid, right? 16, 15? Yeah. Who was on a bus when he saw Thanos's uh you know tire coming down onto on the city trip, yeah. it wasn't like an avengers call he went out yeah. there to do it tony you know helped him out gave him a new suit but said go home forced and him to go he home. said 
And in himself, he's like, no, I'm going to, I'm here to do this and I want to help. And so he went into space. Like you're talking about a kid that went into space. Sure. He fought bad guys and sure he's done this, but he's still a kid that just went into space. And it's like, he's way over his head now. Mm -hmm. And in his mind, don't worry. It's the Avengers. We're going to win. So when he realizes in that instant that, fuck, I'm dying. This isn't a joke. I'm really dying. And I can't turn, like, I can't reverse this. There's a fear in his voice. The way he plays it, that fear kicks in. And he's like, Mr. Stark, Mr. Stark. And he's grabbing him and holding him. And he's like pleading, please, please. You know? And I was just, dude, I couldn't hold it. I had tears. I couldn't hold it. And I just felt like... They like did poor a, Peter, like he's just a kid, man. He's just scared. Right now, he just wants to go home. He wants to be in his living room with Aunt May, dude. Like he's so scared, and that was too much, dude. And then, the, then to see Tony have to look at that and realize what happened. You know what I mean, dude? For yeah, me, that yeah, was the most impactful. That's the part, yeah. The most impactful. Yeah. That's a hard question, though, because there's so many moments in this movie that really struck me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would definitely be one of them. The one that Chris just talked about. Uh, uh, this whole scene with, uh, you know, when uh, when Gamora is sacrificed, oh, and he actually and, and Thanos, the Mad Titan who's been murdering people left and right, actually sheds a tear. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, whoa. So, and then when Peter Quill realizes that's what what has happened, yeah. that the that that Gamora is gone, and you see that pain. This was by far, in my, and I'm a giant Chris Pratt fan anyway. But like he's his acting was incredible in that scene. Mm-hmm. Like you saw the pain like wash over his face. Yeah. As soon as he realized that, and then he just goes all ballistic. Yeah. And it just made so much sense to me. I mean, there's just so many scenes like that in this movie that just, that just, I was telling you guys before they just emotionally destroyed. Yeah. Me. Johnny was <laughs> like again and again and again. Johnny yeah. impacted me after the film because I didn't mm-hmm. think of this. Rocket looked Groot in the eyes, teenage Groot, and watched him fade away. Yes. He doesn't know Quill's gone. He doesn't know Gamora's gone. He doesn't know Drax is gone. He doesn't know his entire family is gone now. All he knows is Groot. Yeah. He's literally the only guardian left. So get ready right to now. be wrecked more when we see the realization <laughs> yeah. in the next film. Yeah. And oh I'm a giant God. like the Guardian the Guardians are my favorite. They're by far my favorite Marvel movies. And mm-hmm. I love all those characters. I mean, even Mantis I really love. Yep. Uh, she's gone too. So see, Isn't she gone? I mean, she's gone. Yeah. yeah, she's gone too. Yeah. So to see them just disappear wrecked me as well. Yeah. Uh, man, I was like, man, this movie is just killing me. And I'm a giant, uh, like Rocket Raccoon is one of my all-time favorite characters. Yeah. So I'm glad he's still around, but at the same time, I'm not looking forward to him finding all that out. Nope. I was, the the scene with Gamora, I think is what got me, and it was the, where Thanos starts to cry, or he sheds a tear. And I don't think it was just that he shed the tear, it's that he cried, he started to cry, and Gamora laughed at his face. And it's the realization of... Yeah, she didn't realize why. No, no, it wasn't the realization of, holy shit, he's going to kill her. That's not what got me. What tugged was the... He cried because he genuinely loves her. He's going to kill her. (laughs) And all that he was thinking in that moment is, I have to kill you. And you're laughing. And you can see the moment where he realizes she's laughing at my face and she does not love me. Because you see the moment when he realized he up to this point, up until this moment, she was always rebellious. She always kind of lied to him, but he genuinely was like, you know, she'll turn around. And then you can see that moment to us where he realized. Well, he specifically mentions too, like he was like, one day I was hoping you would 
you know, replace yeah. me or something like that. Something along those lines. He but, always said, know. like, he's like, I really honestly thought you would take he's over. Sith. <laughs> and then. Yeah. Kind, There's yeah. always two. <laughs> and then, and then there was, he was like, you know what? No, she's not going to love me. She won't. There is. And he tosses her. You were like. <gasps> and, and speaking of that scene, not only did that answer probably one of the biggest questions everyone had going in, which is where's the last gem? What is it? Um, but the surprise of who guards it. The hell? Yes. That was my next question I was going to bring up. the first Avenger. That was going to be my next question to you guys. Uh, what are some surprises that really surprised you? And that would be one of my major ones, uh, is what Brendan's about to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when he, they go up to get it, it looks like a Grim wraith. Reaper. It looks like a wraith. Yeah. It's all Grim Reaper style. I thought it was death, honestly. And I was, yeah, I thought it was death, too. I was like, oh, this is cool. We're going to get death now, too? Um, and this is why I'm glad we watched the chronological order uh, video, the timeline, because mm-hmm. it talks about the importance of World War II era when the Red Skull was trying to get the Tesseract. Like the idea was he was trying to get a hold of these. He knew yeah. about this already. So Red Skull pops up. Yeah. And and, yeah, I, I legit popped when that happened. Yeah, we were. We were just like, whoa, are you serious? Yeah. That was the biggest surprise to me over any, like, death in the movie. I was yeah. like, wow. I didn't see that I one coming at all. Like, eight movies later, they bring him back just to be like, hey, we know our own shit. Like, we have not screwed up too much. <laughs> yeah. Like, here's the Red Skull. It explains exactly yeah. what happened Do to you him. Do you remember That's he perfect. was the, yeah, exactly. So good, dude. Because he didn't die. He was just, oh. like, absorbed into that thing and now we see he he got transported there got stuck and he's basically guarding the what was it the soul gem soul yeah, st- yep. yeah. soul stone yeah pretty awesome dude and then so the reality <laughs> gem was by the watcher we talked about that um talk about the here's another little surprise was the and we found this out after the fact that was, was tobias funke <laughs> Yes. of arrested development <laughs> uh the never nude the, the, it seems the collector had a, a an obsession with blue skinned never nudes because he made sure to have tobias funke of arrested development uh, oh, yeah. in one of his cases that's my um, favorite easter egg that they've had so yes. far I, that's gonna be hey, my top top easter egg ever almost now what was the deal because was it the guys worked on arrested the development brothers, or something the, yeah. yeah the russo brothers actually directed quite a few episodes of arrested development how awesome so, is that along dude? with uh community which they also yeah. reference in in the movie um what was it do you remember johnny what what the reference was for community no i don't i don't think i do and i love community i remember they had I remember watching a video explaining yeah. all the in jokes, but there was something to do with uh, uh, Star Lord, and it was like an exact replica of a scene from Community that was itself a replica of another scene. Really, like, they like inceptioned it. Oh, I'm so I gotta watch that, that video again. But yeah, because they directed some of Community. That's too. awesome, dude. I'm gonna have to look that up. <laughs> yeah, there, there was another moment. There was another moment in this movie that that really surprised me in a way, and it's the fact that if you think about it. Thanos uh, is coming from across the galaxy. He should not know who the names of any of these Avengers that he's fighting. Mm-hmm. But when he's fighting Tony Stark, he calls him by his name. Yeah. And, and Tony's like, how do you know my name? And, and that right there just blew me away. Like, it, that's, I also think that's for the next part. 
you know, there's a part in it where Doctor Strange said he's went through and saw millions and millions and millions of outcomes. <laughs> yeah. And the only and they only won one of those. Yeah. And and then at the very end when everybody's fading away, he looks at Tony and he goes, This was the only way. It had to so be something done. Tells me That's what he says. It he had, had to, to be, be done. done. So he sacrifices all that for Tony because he mm-hmm. saves Tony's life in doing that. Yeah. So something tells me Tony and Captain America both are going to be the major components of this next movie yeah. by far. And I think, uh, and I called it because I said Tony has to die in the first one, but I think he's going to give his life to to save at the end. Yeah, I was just I was I, just talking I about see that. that. That's what we were talking about when we were setting up up here. That's what we yeah. were talking. about. I think he's going to give his life because I said like. But could you could you imagine though if like you're fighting Thanos and he shouldn't know who you are and he calls you by your name. <laughs> Yeah, like, you would. I would, I would wet my. Yeah, yeah. Like literally, <laughs> bowels open, underwear yeah. full. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you think about it too, it's like, uh, and I thought about it while I was watching the movie. I just mm-hmm. didn't connect it until after. I was like, why would Doctor Strange do literally the dumbest move? Like, why mm-hmm. would he specifically mm-hmm. do the dumbest thing on yeah. top of the fact that, uh, that Tony was basically mortally wounded at the time. Yep. And he knew Thanos had no reason to to listen. Like, you know what I mean? It's like yeah, literally it's right the there. worst decision Doctor Strange is could right possibly there. make. And he does it as a genius, as right. a doctor. Right. And having seen literally only one way to win. Yep. Obviously, in my mind... Tony Stark had to survive. That was yep. the only way they could win. So now Dude, I'm like, he's the yeah, he's the smartest, is... right? Because they say he's smarter than Bruce. Yeah, yeah. But sure he's smarter than him, isn't she? Sure he's smarter isn't than Bruce. Isn't that what they say? That's true. Oh, she's smarter than Bruce? Sure he's smarter than But Bruce. not smarter than Tony. Now is Tony smarter than Mr. Fantastic? Oh, here we go. I like this. This is another bracket. <laughs> because, well, here's the thing. Because the <laughs> idea is, is there's is the a smartest. chance. There's a chance we might see Fantastic Four in the second half. There really is a chance. There was a lot of reshoots that happened, and this was during yeah. all the deals that were happening. Uh, Spider-Man was coming over, and now we know X-Men, Fantastic Four, Deadpool, they're all see, fair game. I think they're going to stick cosmic with the second one because I think they're going to go to Captain Marvel. Uh, with the the whole Adam Warlock, all that has already been set up. Yeah, those yeah. are the the end scenes because that we've seen. The end of Guardians two and this and this take place between three years of time, so Adam Warlock could have hatched by now and we been don't doing know much thing. about it. And Captain Marvel is going to take place in the nineties, so we're not going to yeah. see any reference to this. The idea of them giving us Captain Marvel is so people can get invested and understand the history and know who this character is so that when she shows up to face Thanos, it's not yeah. like, oh, who's this person? And they're also introducing us to the the cosmic universe. Dude, these fucking guys. Guardians was something. like space, but this one's going to be straight up cosmic, like Adam What's Warlock, the, Silver this Surfer, is the thing, yeah. Scrolls. What, what would you see the difference? Scrolls What's the difference are in between... the movie. They said so. Dude, let me just tell Where? you. No, I mean, they're going to be in Captain Marvel. Well, Scrolls is So the that whole... opens up like the whole, like, well, what would you call what's the difference between space and cosmic? Well, I just meant more like Star Lord and stuff is like, you know, oh, they okay. they're little they're like a pirate band and they run around doing crime stuff. But this would be like large scale. Okay. Yeah, this is like yeah, epic space battle like Let me tell you, planets. Fucking stuff. Marvel knows how to do their shit. Not only are they <laughs> dropping you with Infinity War, but then like they know Captain Marvel's a big part. And mm-hmm. so we get the movie in the in between with the like they know how to do it. Everyone Planet. always look at the, well, like DC 
Rush is way too much. If they invested the time oh, yeah. that Marvel has, that's why this movie For works sure. because there's 10 years behind it. Mm-hmm. Because when you watch that timeline, you realize all these movies you've put your time into and all of these events do tie together. And when you watch that, you're just like, wow, did they plan <laughs> Infinity War during Iron Man 1? Because it looks like it. It easily looks like it when you watch it yeah. all come together, dude. It's that's, insane. That's the that's the key to making you care about whether or not any of these characters die. Do you think that's the thing? If you had the same movie and you just threw in DC characters you've never seen until this movie, are you gonna care? Are you gonna sit there worried every single time they fight the villain? Like they right. fight Dark Side. Oh, are they gonna die? Are they gonna No, you no. know they're not gonna because right. they just showed up. Right. This movie, it's like You've gone through everything they've gone through, and you know contracts are not resigned anymore. And you we watch all these actual things. Avengers murdered. Like Vision was straight up Dude. murdered in a brutal twice. way. Twice, twice, twice. Just yeah, twice. He was like, "Poor Bro, guy." Let's murdered rewind that twice. shit. Let me rip that shit out of your head, and now let you die. <laughs> That was messed oh. up, dude. And I knew it was coming, too. I was like, eh, that doesn't matter. He's just going to remember. He's got the time stone. And, it's not a problem. How much worse is it for Scarlet Witch? Because she oh, murders yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> and then has to watch him get murdered a second and time. And she can stop it. If she would have just killed him before the time stone was was there. Taken, yeah. Oh, none of this would have been. Oh, my gosh. That's the thing. If you just watch each and every scene knowing what happens now. It just you realize how futile everything no was. Stopping like, it. like everything they did was never gonna work. No, right? <laughs> like, they couldn't even they couldn't even sacrifice themselves. He wouldn't allow right. it. Right? I mean that that one part. I mean the Gamora and and Peter part. Like before they even meet Thanos yep. in the movie, mm-hmm. she she's like, "You may have to kill me because of what I know." Yeah. And he makes her pro and he makes him promise her, <laughs> and he's actually going to do it though he doesn't want to. Right, right there in front of Thanos and Thanos. Just changes reality, so he can't do it. And they don't know he has the reality stone at that time, so he pulls the trigger and the bubbles come out. That's so evil. And I knew it was coming, too, dude. And the second that happened, I was like, oh, shit. And then the back, you see the whole background just disappears, and it's all fucked up. Oh, my God. Then he looks at Star-Lord, and he's like, I like you. It goes away. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) Yeah, because that's a villain. Bec- this is by far one of the better villains the MCU's done. Oh, in for a while, sure, for in my sure. Opinion. I think that's best one of the, one of the best meeting your girlfriend's stepfather confrontations ever. <laughs> yes. I would. Argue, that's what that is. I, I said Arbel. I would argue that this is Marvel's best villain. Period. I don't think Marvel has had any better. I would put him up with the only the only Loki. argument I would give. The only argument I would give would be um, Kill on the Netflix series. The Netflix series Cottonmouth. would be... No. <laughs> yeah, no. I like Cottonmouth in the Netflix series. No, he's fine, but I thought Kingpin was amazing. Oh, so. yes. That's true. Oh, I, would, I would throw Kingpin up there with him. If you don't count but... that. Yeah. Because yeah, I, yeah. I could definitely what, that. What, hap- what happens now in the, I don't know, in dude, the next set of... Mar- Wait, Killmonger. What happens, set, what happens in the next set of Netflix I still, shows? I don't think he, he's better better villain than, than Kane, or, uh, Thanos, though. What like if Thanos is no, just... not a better villain, but I still think he's a stronger. Like, uh, like the past couple villains now, they've had strong villains finally. Mm-hmm. Like where they're not yeah. like yeah. this chintzy CGI thing that's knocked out with one swipe. They 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 were doing good with um, Zemo, like the yeah, idea. I of like him. that. And then they backed up the the really cool idea of the villain with a really cool like action villain with Killmonger. Yep. And this is just you knew Thanos. 
just had to be balls to the wall powerful. So yeah. uh, they they went all out on his character. And Josh Brolin did an amazing yes. job for just being mostly his voice. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like you really got chills from some of the things he was saying. I think saying they did like the, the face capture stuff too and all that mm-hmm. stuff. You know what I mean? The motion. Oh capture. yeah, he had, to, he had he had to put on that tight suit with the little balls, is what he said. That's what she said. <laughs> uh, what else? What else sticks out to you, Johnny? Uh, the, my other iron spider just, shoot. Oh, oh yeah, I love that. <laughs> How about when the legs came it. out and caught the him? fans? Yes, in the theaters. Yes. Oh yeah, the entire place yes. exploded, dude. That's how good this movie was. I mean, we've each obviously you guys saw it in a theater in New York, and I saw it in a theater down here in North Carolina, and the theater I was in was also full. But like the movie was so good, the crowd was reacting in unison to things oh, that were yeah. happening. Oh we, yeah, and that was just as much amazing as the movie itself. In my how, opinion, it's like it's all part of this experience. How about the movie ends? I don't know about your place, but the movie ends. The entire audience stayed seated all the way to the the entire yes. i'll see movies at marvel marvel movies where once in a while people still get up and leave regardless this yeah. one every yeah. single not a person same. Left, not one and i loved it same Thanos will return. same <laughs> same and also the theater was quiet yes they were quiet yep. because of what they had just witnessed yes. we were all it was we were weird. all shell shocked you guys together. were they were talking i'm sitting there in shock and they're like anthony you okay and i'm like no that was it intense. really was like an awkward like hush after the movie was over he didn't want to talk but anthony had a really good point is at the end of the movie it didn't say the avengers will return it said thanos will return oh yeah the next movie is thanos get ready bitches (laughs) no jokes coming back it's all just him sitting on that when is it next year 2020 (laughs) drinking blue milk 2020 two years no i think it's no it's next 2019 year, right sure. yeah i thought it was 2019 is it, is it next year oh, they're doing next year i yeah. thought so they filmed they filmed them both together I, so i assumed it was next year because i know it better be next year two marvel movies between it uh ant-man wasp and bef- right Ant-Man wasp is this year yeah and then right before it comes captain out marvel. next year is captain marvel which catches you right up to catch right up right avengers uh Untitled Avengers film initial release May third, twenty nineteen. End credit scene for Captain Marvel is going to fast forward to her in the modern day, and she's going to get that te- that alert thing from from uh oh probably from Nick Fury calling yeah. her and the Nova Corps. Probably so. Oh, probably so. Maybe that'll fast forward at the end to her uh, at the battle of Xandar. Thanos. Is, oh, maybe, like maybe she gets there too late and it's already destroyed. And, and then she gets the call. The alert, yeah. Uh, well, because yeah. the call that goes out was happening just as, yeah. Is at the right end, after, after the end. snap. I told I told Chris this. I don't remember if I told Brendan this, but I went and saw this with Trevor. And Trevor, who I do a cheap plug, I do Retro Bliss with, uh, he, um, he, he likes the Marvel movies, but some of them he likes way more than others. And he's definitely not as much as a comic book. Uh, I guess I'll just say nerd as I am. Yeah. Uh, and so he doesn't. It's so it's not like he follows the news and all that stuff like I do. He had no idea they'd already filmed the second part. <laughs> so he had. So he's seen all that and he looked at me and he goes, "Man, this is really good, but gosh, it's depressing. I don't know. If, I don't even know if I'm going to like it because of how down of a note it ends on." And I said, "Dude, there's a there's a second part." And he goes, "Oh!" And he's and his eyes lit up. I saw his eyes light up. He's like, "Oh, okay." And then he just then the next day. Uh, he was texting me when he was supposed to be working, just all about the movie. <laughs> me too. So, yeah. <laughs> Same yeah. thing. So, I literally walked into work, looked at the lady I work with. I said, I don't know how I'm expected to work today. She goes, what's yes. the matter? I said, 
I saw Infinity War last night. <laughs> She's like, that Yo. good? I was like, that intense. I can't yeah, imagine. Yeah, we saw friends die. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine being a parent and taking your kid no, to this. No, how are little That's kids the other thing I said. Like, honest. That's the other thing, yeah. Like, what do you tell them? Like, oh, don't worry. Yeah. Spider-Man Pete died. died, but it's cool. He'll be back. Like, yeah. You really, this, this really can't. You can't take kids to this unless no, they're you old really enough shouldn't. to oh, understand. You, you guys you want to laugh? You shouldn't unless you're going to spoil it for them. Yeah, I mean, you spoil geez. it and tell them, uh, you know what, listen, it's it, everything will be okay in the end somewhat. Yeah. Uh, you spoil it for them, but Amber, yeah, dude, I, it's, it's, it's intense. Here, I'll get you guys to laugh for a minute. All uh, right, you better. You just said you would. Let's see if any yep. of us laugh. I'll try, I'll build, try to you get you guys to laugh for a minute. Uh, so Amber, so I get home and she goes, Oh, how was the movie? I'm like, that's really bad. She goes, well, who died? I'm like, just a lot of people. Just it was intense. She goes, no, really, just tell me who died. I'm like, ah, I don't want to spoil it for you. She goes, Anthony, tell me or else I'll start searching it. So if I can't tell you, so she goes, Black Widow. No. And she goes, <laughs> Iron Man? Through. No. Thor? No. She goes through all the people that didn't die. I'm like, all right. She goes, well, who did die? And I go, Guardians of the Galaxy. Go, Peter Quill. Gamora. Spider-Man, she's like, what? No. Oh, man, that sucks. And she's like, well, I didn't tell her Black Panther. Then at the very end, I was like, Black Panther. She goes, she fucking turns on her dime and goes, what the fuck? <laughs> she goes, no, no, that's not okay. No, you can't do that. No, they just, they just did a movie. Of course, that's what they do. They do a great movie with the lead black character, and now they kill her. They kill him off. I go, <laughs> I'm like, Jesus. I'm you like, should let her believe that he's going to stay dead. I, t- I yeah. told her, right, I'm like, I'm like, they'll bring him back. I go, maybe Tell they will. Tell her his sister takes over. So. Well, I told her, I go, I go, what I think they'll do, I go, if they don't bring him back, Shuri does become the Black Panther at one point. She was like, well, that makes sense for them to do, but stupid. <laughs> so, so yeah. you did, to bring it back to what you don't want to laugh. It's not funny. I was just going to say, to bring it back to what Johnny was saying <laughs> earlier. Uh, <laughs> no, it does relate to what Anthony was talking about, though. Um, the When they started like having people disappear, the sort of like they turned yeah, to dust and blew away. Thing, away yeah. um, I could have believed every single one of those maybe not come back, except Black Panther. I think if he had stayed and not blown away, I would have been like, wow, that was really gutsy. They killed off the new spider-man like yeah they can go anywhere they want with it but that's the heart they were tugging, tired of like, spoiling marvel movies but the second i saw black panther disappear i went they can't they they literally can't get rid of that guy now it just would make zero sense right he's gotta come back right i don't know maybe throw that in the negative column like yeah. I, I could have believed getting rid of anybody else. Like, see, again, nobody was clamoring for strange Two. you could explain he died you know what i mean like I could accept everyone that died off. Maybe not the Guardians. That was a little... Yeah. <laughs> but but still, I could be like, all right, you can replace all these people, but not Black Panther, even though he does get replaced in the comics. Yeah. For me, it was... Have, were too knowing the story, it was made it easier. <laughs> like I said, I lost myself in it, just losing myself in it. And I don't know how it was for you guys, but when... Tony takes that shot and it, the, the blade thing or whatever that thing comes through his, his body and you're like, holy crap, for me, mm-hmm. it was that instant, like, do you know, like, when something shocks you so quick, it, there's almost that quick numbness? It was that. Yeah. <laughs> but 
there was an acceptance. I was, I mean, I was kind of like, oh man, like here we go, right? Like yeah. now it's time. But I didn't get the impact that I felt when I heard Peter pleading and like so mm-hmm. scared. Uh, when, you know, when when Peter looks at look, looks at at Thanos and is realizing what he's saying, like he's realizing that Gamora's gone. Like there's nothing he can do about it now. That's it. He wasn't there to save her. Like those mo- those two moments. We're just so like, holy shit. But for, for me, Iron Man, I was accepting of it. It was kind of like, okay, well, I guess it's his time to go. You know what I mean? Like, he's his character has pretty much run the course of like development, except for the fact that like he still has to make up. He still has to forgive Bucky and, and Cap and all that. So, I mean, they didn't really make up. They just sort of decided not to fight each other because it's pointless. He's gonna say he's gonna so sacrifice think... his life to save Bucky from Thanos on the second one. You think so? Probably. That or I Cap think, I think... seem to sacrifice far. Well, Bucky's. Gone, I say either so... Cap or Spider Man would be my guess. Yeah. You have to save Cap. Where's Bucky? He, well, did, he, disappeared. he disappeared. He ghosted. That doesn't mean. Well, I just meant if you were gonna yeah. like... at the moment. Yeah. He's not gonna sacrifice. He's gonna save Bucky. anybody. Not right now, alive. but he could be back for the second could one. Could be. That's what I'm saying. Cut. Do you think, do you really think that like, and this is a question for all of you guys, like, do you really think that in the next Avengers, they'll just accept that everybody comes back or yes. like bring everybody back? Or yes. do you think they'd be hardcore enough to say they were whisked away and they're not coming back? No. They're going to exist somewhere else or no. something. No. They're going to, they're going to all bring be them. back by the end of the next Avengers. Yes. I, I, I think some of the deaths are permanent. Like I think Gamora's might be. I See, think, I don't. Uh, Loki's might be. I don't. Uh, Loki but, may but be with Loki, but I don't think. I me personally, say, I, think, I, I think they're all going to be reversed, except for uh, the deaths that'll happen after the fact to sacrifice to stop Thanos and then destroy the stones. And then now that the stones destroyed, you can't reverse time and bring those ones back. But it's going. I every single person with that disappeared is going to be back. I think. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Gamora didn't disappear. She was murdered. She was killed. Yeah, I think anyone so, that oh, died. Yeah, you're right. You're right. right. Anyone that Thanks died lot, at the Johnny. actual hands of Thanos. Now I'm depressed again. Snap. Yeah, I think anyone that didn't turn to dust stays dead. I think Gamora's yeah, gone. Yeah, that's what I think. Loki's yep. gone for good, and so is. There was another guy. Unless, again, it would have to. Vision. Dude, you know what? It would have to be super crazy where they reversed it all the way back, you know, to before it all ha- all that stuff happened. But. You, it's like Flashpoint. You could change whatever you want in the meantime right. and bring people back that that died before, or change what happened in history. Like, but you that's could what I'm saying. This things. can this uh, Red Skull could come back. The Gauntlet, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Um, that's what I'm saying. That's a, all the all the people that ever, everybody always said. Oh man, you guys killed villains and you killed this and you shouldn't have done it. Maybe the plan was don't worry because they're gonna come coming. back. They're gonna be back. Uh-huh. And anybody who died before could come back. That's what I mean, I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. When the Infinity Gauntlet is here, anything's, anything's possible. Because fair. Because they they didn't have to be just... If, if you want to snap your fingers and bring Loki back to life, he'll be back to life. Because if that's what Thanos wants to do, he'll do it. Yeah. It doesn't. He doesn't have to reverse time to do it. He, he's got the complete power now. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, dude, you, we're gonna see. It's it's gonna be interesting, but yeah, I think I personally think you're gonna see everyone who who's gone come back, but then there's gonna have to be sacrifice to be able to defeat Thanos and the stones because or whatever the case is because they're not gonna be able to reverse after, and that's where you're gonna see the real sacrifice, the real death, and the end of Avengers four or the middle or wherever some of those deaths are gonna happen. 
that's going to be the real impact ones, the ones where mm-hmm. you're like, okay, yeah, now there's no guarantee that these guys are coming back. Mm-hmm. So I got I got one crazy what if question. Just, yeah, just just to put a cap on this because this is us in the re- the run up till next year, the end of this segment of the Marvel universe cinematically. Like everything changes after that. So I'm gonna ask Johnny first. What do you think is the the first brand new thing that they introduce to really hype up? And obviously X Men and Fantastic Four is really easy. But where would you like to see them just jump into this comic or this character or let's let's make this part of the new franchise? Well, that's a good question. Um, cause they have said that this is the like the end of this phase. The next movie is the end of this phase. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're bringing in some new characters and stuff. Uh, man, I don't personally, personally, I have a love of the Fantastic Four, so. I would love to see them actually have a good movie. <laughs> uh, so that would be my pick, just out of a love for those for those characters. Can I just ask um, you if uh, I always thought John Krasinski would make an amazing Mister Fantastic? Yes, yes, that's the rumor going with around. The beard, that he and he his wife, the beard. yeah, with the beard, yeah, John Krasinski. Yeah, he and his wife and his wife would make Jim. a great uh, Susan Storm. Oh. So, Jim. Oh, Jim yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, his his totally wife would make worked. a great Susan Storm. So. I'd be all for that. Nice. Um, that would be that would be my guess. I would hope, but I, you know, and the other thing I was going. This is kind of on the same lines, Brandon. Mm-hmm. You know, since we're finally getting these universes like from Fox to merging with this stuff now, uh, do you think we'll ever see Deadpool in the in a Marvel uh, yeah. Disney movie? Yeah, I think it's only a matter of time. I yeah, same. Here. I, I really was waiting for Deadpool to walk in at some point. I really was like an end. Cra- I was he's waiting already for it. like breaking the fourth wall and talking about all the other Marvel stuff in his own movie. He's even talking about yeah, DC. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, care. So, yeah. and and Marvel knows that it's making so much money that they're going to want to bring him in at some point. It's only a matter of time. It's going to happen. We, we're going to see the are. entire playground available to Marvel now, so that we can see, you know, all these things. You know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see Namor. Oh. I'd like to see that. Uh, I'd like to see Alpha Flight. I think Alpha Flight would be oh, cool as hell. Sasquatch. That could be cool. Yeah, that's what Puck. I'm saying. Peter Dinklage is Puck. That's what I'm saying, dude. Wait, wasn't Peter Dinklage? Was he in that movie? Was that just me? No, that's that yeah, was him. He was the he was yeah. a giant. Ironically, yeah. okay. So yeah. that okay then. The, uh, what else? He was a dwarf. Oh, I no. was gonna say I want to see the Illuminati. I want to see Ooh. the beginning of the next one isn't like bringing the Avengers together. It's in the background, the Alum- Illuminati coming together. And to they get have the to, gauntlet and they each take a stone. To hide it away and we get to... And that's how you can introduce Mr. Fantastic, introduce Namor. They Namor. each get, boom. There you go. Yeah, well, but, and even if you don't want to say they're a part of this universe and they just... Nova? Is Nova coming in on this next movie? Is he going to be a part of the no, Captain Nova Marvel movies? Apparently destroyed. I think he's got to be. They got to have at Not least core, some just Nova. Nova. Well, it's also well, set in the past, so they're all alive. Nineteen ninety. Oh, in the next. Oh, okay. That could so work with the Illuminati. Yeah, I'm still yeah on that it'll one. be interesting to see what's going to happen now after four because four is the big one now, and I think that's mm-hmm. the thing. Like back, I see a lot of people comparing this movie to Empire Strikes Back because it has that epic feel. It has that feel of like 
holy crap, look what happened. And then you walk away going like, that can't be the end of a movie. And but I think all, I think back in the day after Star Wars made its money and they started working on Empire, it was known that they were working on Empire and Return, that it was going to be two more films coming. Yeah. So when people saw Empire, the impact was there, but they did know to expect another film coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what we have. So I can see, I can see that that parallel it would be a, for sure it would be a lot different if we oh, didn't God. know there was another one if we like, walked well, out like yeah. we thought that was the last one i think i'd be imagine upset. what that would have oh, imagine yeah. what it felt like to be trevor in that moment to really <laughs> yeah, feel real. like it was the end and have this i didn't know that i didn't oh, know man. that he didn't know that so i didn't tell him until he brought that and up and then that <laughs> that light just comes into his eyes yeah. that yes you, you were know? like santa just you know, sitting on a farm. Just that's the end, and you Dude. don't know that that's yeah. not the end. It's so effing crazy. <laughs> that was this awesome. film was oh, great because it also film. had no middle extra scene. Nope. This is the first time no. in a long time they haven't. No elaborate credits whatsoever. No. Everyone has had some big crazy special. It just was black. Yep. Roll credits. Credits. They purposely were quick... like, "This is a this is a very dark moment in our universe." Yep. And then a very the end scene wasn't bad. Nick Fury and cool. Robin Sparkle fading away. It, it, it's go. You, you no longer mall. worry whether or not Shield made it because they definitely didn't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. At least <laughs> yeah. he. At least those two didn't. Yeah. Um. All right. So overall, I say I, I obviously we we all are very happy with this film. I want mm-hmm. to know where it rates in your top three Marvel films now. Top. Oh boy. Oh, I I could. This watch is number this. one now. Has this surpassed all the other Marvel films for you guys, Anthony, Brand? Well, you said yes, Anthony, Brandon. That's a good question. I'm trying to think if there's any other ones. Like, if, is this legit the best one yet? Because for you, Johnny Guardians was your number one, right? Yeah, I just love those movies. So does this but surpass it? But they're in this movie, and Spider-Man's in this movie, and I, you're just throwing in all my favorite characters in one movie. So I got to say, this yes. is now your number I one. Say, like, if I was to say my top yeah. three at this moment, it'd be Infinity War. Oh, so it's not your top? No, 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 or no, oh, no. Oh, my top three. Okay. It'd be oh, yeah. Infinity War, uh huh, Spider Man Homecoming. Okay. I want to say Thor Ragnarok, but okay. it, honestly, I love the first Avengers movie. So is this top for you now? So it's right up Brandon? there, man. I don't know. It's really hard to to. I'd say right now it definitely does. It's it's definitely at the top. I, yeah. I have to give it a little more time to see if it settles lower, but. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it just beats out Fantastic. <laughs> for me, it is. For me, it is number one. It, Wait, what? The, it is the number one because for me, it's the it is. Do you remember when you first saw Avengers and it felt like holy shit they did it? They put comic books on 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 the screen. Oh yeah, that's yeah. what this felt like. And this, I remember when I was a kid when in, when the Infinity Gauntlet happened and whenever there was these big events. Uh, before it was the norm to do it every four months to have a big event, it was a big mm. deal when you had a big event. So I remember that feeling of like, this is a big epic event, and that's what this movie feels like, especially having to wait for the next issue to come out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. Oh, I, I just completely forgot about yeah. it until right now because I was going to say, what if it's just a random rumor that there was go, going around about everyone that disappears what if they're part of a secret wars sort of a scenario in the next I one? I would love fighting it each other in some other dimension. I just heard that and I was like, 
That would be actually pretty cool. You got yeah. Spider-Man duking it out with some other Avengers, like they're forced to. Yeah. That might make a cool scene. And we know that the, I just wanted to we know that, that Peter there. Parker and that Spider-Man is in the Venom universe, and we don't know what the time era is for Venom. This could be way after Infinity War. How many times mm-hmm. in the movie, Johnny, when you saw Spider-Man getting ready to go into space, did you think, wow, we might see the symbiote thing happen? <laughs> I don't know if I ever thought that just because oh, I knew this, the Venom movie was coming out, but it's just because I know that stuff. Well, I thought I um, thought to myself, holy crap, what if this is how the symbiote comes to Earth is because of Infinity War? Like, what if they played it up that way? You ever see that they really might old be able movie, to. Aliens? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> oh, God, those are great. Um, yeah, that's another thing real quick. This movie was actually very fun if you're on top of all that. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, you had a lot of those intense, serious, mm-hmm. like... Yeah. You know, moments, but yeah, there was a lot of humor and it was Quill. colorful still. It wasn't too dark. Quill being jealous of how handsome Thor is. That was funny. Yes. yes. And he's changing his voice. He's like, oh, he's talking I don't know like what this. you're talking about. <laughs> he's the one copying me. <laughs> and Which Drax is like the, the handsome angel man. And I, lo- I lo- and I love that Thor just keep calling Rocket Rabbit for some <laughs> yeah. reason. Little Rabbit. Hey, Rabbit. Mighty Rabbit. Calls him Brandon, the Rabbit. As a Thor fan, what do you think of Stormbreaker? I like what they did with it. It's not straight Still. out of the comics, yeah. but it felt like it was out of the comics. Did he call it's it Stormbreaker? Yes, it's called Stormbreaker. No, they called it Stormbreaker in the film? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't remember him calling yep. it that. Yeah. It's called the Stormbreaker. Yeah, it's supposed to go to Beta Ray Bill, and it wasn't the long hammer either. Like, the whole Groot handle thing was really cool. I liked... They went kind of Mighty Thor, and it, the Unworthy Thor look with, like, the axe almost. Yeah, but if you also think about it, it's also a way they might be able to get Groot back. He's part of the handle. You could, you could regrow <gasps> oh. him, maybe, and so... <laughs> Told you. Yeah, but if he flashes sweet, yeah. back and he just never died, then why would you need the handle? What's with you in flashing, Anthony? He's always flashing things. Good Lord. He's all about the flash. End this show before he flashes everybody else. Okay, guys, listen. Yeah, real quick. Nope. Did, real quick, I want to talk about. Oh, but, uh, but, 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 real quick, real quick. Uh, the Ant Man uh, Wasp trailer came out. I really enjoyed it. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You heard it there, Josh. No, no, no. I was saying I just wanted to end the Infinity War talk because we yes. could talk about that literally another two hours. Oh, yeah. And it's about time to start wrapping up the show so but before we do though i do i want to touch on that ant-man mm-hmm. and wasp we saw the new trailer for it it came out um so what was the thing that you popped for for on that trailer johnny when you saw that you're like okay this is gonna be cool what was it that made you think <laughs> this is fun this is gonna be great i really just think the whole trailer just showed that this movie is just gonna be fun and after avengers i'm gonna need this <laughs> Uh, I think everyone. And I will. think, dude, I and that, and he's the perfect Ant Man. Uh, the humor seems like it's still there. I love the first Ant Man because it's it's it fits the Marvel universe and still part of it. Yet it's kind of its own thing at the same yeah. time. Uh, so I I'm really looking forward to this movie. I think it's is we're all going to need this movie, dude. Lawrence <laughs> Fishburne as Black Goliath. Yes, <laughs> holy cow! When he said he worked on the Goliath thing, and I was I. They were both here. We just watched it before the show, and I li- yeah. I popped. I was like, yo, <laughs> yo, we're getting Black Goliath. I love Black Goliath. And then I have the books, dude. I love it. It's awesome. And then they're arguing awesome. over this over who can uh, grow taller. It's <laughs> so freaking cool, yeah, the, dude. The villain looks awesome, Ghost. <laughs> oh, that villain looks yeah. really cool. Like, I guess she can shift yeah. in and out of the quantum yeah, realm or because something. Of the, crazy. Because of the technology. The, the special effects are going to be awesome in this movie. Yeah. But I also want to. So I was re- 
I was reading all kinds of little things online when this trailer popped today mm-hmm. about people trying to. Uh, uh, they had theories about how it figures into Infinity War. It was very interesting. Well, there was a, a, a little promotional thing online, and they basically straight up said, uh, "If you want to know what Ant Man was doing during Infinity War, watch this movie." Plus, there's also the fact that I believe there's going to be some time traveling going on in the movie because they clearly show his little tiny daughter and him talking to her mm-hmm. and all this, but they've also shown that they've cast a teenage version of his daughter. So, Oh, I, interesting. Really? So, obviously, that's why I was confused. I was like, they've already shown that they cast a teenage version of so, his daughter, and then they show the little girl, so I'm like, So okay, this film, this film right. takes place concurrently as Infinity Wars happening out in space and all that stuff? It's got to be at least before everything happens. I mean... Because I was going to say, how crazy mm. would it be if out of nowhere, at the end of the film, like after credits, we see people fade away and he's just like, what? Like, you know, and he's got to yeah. figure out what's happening. Like it, every... All the movies now coming out between now and then, those are going to be after in. credit scenes. Well, we have three years to play with from Civil War now. How would you feel if you watch New Mutants and that happens, or or the Dark Phoenix movie and that happens? Like these movies the that aren't part of them. That's what I'm saying. How would you feel if these Colossus things happen? Disappears. You're like, no. You're like, oh, I Wouldn't like that be it. Some but crazy shit. Do you want? Do you like it or Deadpool, do you not like it? At Deadpool that point? looks in his pants. He's like, shoo. <laughs> How about you see Colossus disappear and Deadpool looks at the screen and is like, ah, you thought we were gonna do it, and he comes back and he's perfectly fine. <laughs> So there you go, there you go, guys. There's uh, Infinity War. Our thoughts on it. Um, I'm gonna go see it again in the theaters, maybe once, twice, three more times, and I'm sure we're gonna revisit it again to the podcast. Times. So, Johnny, you're welcome back on that episode. I'm sure you want to talk about it some more. The more you think about it, um, for sure, for sure. Thanks for being on the show, man. Thanks for not forgetting. <laughs> that's all we're gonna hear. We used you forget him once, and well, that's all it's ever about. Except when you hear the new episode, you're gonna be like, "I didn't talk about any of that." And where am I? Because we literally <laughs> recorded before we got you on. Oh snaps! This was all fake. <laughs> Swerve. That's a big reveal. You're gonna, you're gonna hear Chris's amazing editing, and it's just gonna be cutting all of your bits to make it look like we weren't talking to you. So it's Garfield without uh, Johnny. Without Garfield. <laughs> Garfield without Johnny. Uh, all right. Hey, do you want to? You have anything you want to promote before we uh, we end the show here, Johnny? Anything new going on? Card, sketch card sales, new podcast, anything? Uh, yeah, new podcast. Uh, Johnny Townsend's Horde Movie Reviews. Go check it out. It's on this network as well as iTunes and Stitcher and other podcast apps. Wait, you uh, review horror movies? I thought you hated horror movies. I do. I can't stand them. I never will watch them, but yet I'm going to review them by just watching the trailer. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Check it out, guys. It's on the same network, BICBP-radio.com. Uh, the website's undergoing a lot of new changes, so go by and check it out. There's going to be a shop section soon. Uh, I put a Friends of the podcast, uh, Friends of the Network link to it. Uh, the About section's up. There's going to be all kinds of new little changes coming, new shows. Keep your eye out. Uh, anything else you guys want to promote? Uh, Anthony? Brandon? Check out the show notes. <laughs> Follow me on social media. Check out the show notes. Find them on social media. So for Anthony Mullen, for Brandon Fuller, our guest Johnny Townsend, thanks so much for joining. This is Chris Chavez. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.